0: Welcome to the Tom Castro Shooting Academy Podcast. You have now entered the next level. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Tom Cashro Shooting Academy Next Level Podcast. I have some very, very special guests with me. These guys are my teammates from Team Short Bus. Yes, we have a team named Team Short Bus. So let me go ahead and introduce you, everybody. So this gentleman right here on the front here is Craig McElaney. That is the very first guest, and obviously you guys should know him from the first podcast because he's the guy who got me to start coaching. What a mistake that was. Number two, I'm going to go over here to my right hand side. This man right. Here is Mr. Raphael. He is one of our teammates, and actually, he was one of my very first students in my very first PCC class that I ever did. This is probably one of the biggest pain in my asses of teammates, <laughs> but I loved him, Mr. Ian. Uh, he has been, dude, I think you've been on the team for, you're probably one of the shortest amount of times, over a year though, right? Yeah. So, Ian's been on our team for over a year. Oh, I got to go back to this real quick. This is these two guys between Craig and my my other great friend, Tim Nolan here, which is actually I think uh, we met about six months after I started shooting. I think yeah. So you've been around a long time too. So uh Tim Nolan and Craig are both my captains, co-captains on our team. We actually have another co-captain that punked out and didn't come out come out today because he had to wash his underwear or some BS crap like that. So uh yeah, Pete. Exactly. Pete, I'm talking about you, Pete. You didn't show up today. Pete um, Quick trip to a Sam's Club. Yeah, quick trip to Sam's Club. Yeah, you gotta do his laundry, get his food ready, because you know, the other six days of the week, uh, you know, couldn't do any of that stuff, so it's kind of crazy. But uh, so today we're gonna talk talk a little bit about a lot of different things we're going to talk a little bit about being uh what it's like to be on a team a shooting team uh for a recreational sport which is crazy because most people don't do that uh let's see let's go through a couple of things that i want to go to guys uh let's start off with craig go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit and uh let's get everybody to kind of introduce you and tell everybody what you do
1: um if you heard the last podcast you know what i do my name is craig McElhaney. um i uh first and foremost i'm a I work in the fire department. I, I'm a, the sunset of my career. I'm almost retired, thankfully. Um, and this is my hobby, and this is a, a blast. And it's fun to be on a shooting team. It's a non-professional thing. It's just a group of guys that are that we shoot together. And it's not about <clears throat> skill. It's about who fits in with the team and who
0: and how much fun we have. And that's why I do it. And it's fun. Definitely not about skills. Since you're on the team. Exactly. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but way, I
1: did beat Tom in a couple he, stages today. So.
0: And he just won a match today, so we'll get into that later. But I just stage like nine, stage champ. Know after podcast number one, I talked a lot of trash to Craig. So, hi right, Raphael. So, what's your shooting history? And uh, give me a little information about you, brother. All hey, right, my name is Raphael. Uh, I started shooting
2: PCC probably two years ago. Uh, traveled to Utah for PCC Nationals and ended up being squatted with Tom. And I was like, oh, cool. Somebody I know from back home. So it was cool to be somewhere with somebody else like without having strangers or being <clears throat> odd man out, you know, right. cuz everybody else I noticed at at Utah pretty much was a bunch of friends, but uh pretty much got stuck shooting with him and we became friends after that and he brought me on the team short bus. And maybe he just felt sorry for me and, Ra-
1: <laughs> and Rafael is like a 6 foot 8 Filipino He's actually Uh-oh. a king in the Philippines He's, a uh... he's royalty in the Philippines Anybody who, any,
0: Actually we have a couple of Filipinos on our team That are really short So we And they're actually older than Rafael And we tell them that Rafael is their father Just because he's bigger He is 6 foot 8 guys 6 and foot 8
2: he's not so, so, <laughs> so this too This too is my, This too is my hobby The camera adds 10 pounds, <laughs> give or take. Maybe 20. <laughs> he's, a, uh, he's, a well, he's a
3: well-fed king. <laughs>
2: well-fed.
1: So, uh, he ate one of his sons. Yeah, we're missing one of our t- <laughs> teammates. Shooting my hobby.
2: Uh, I DJ on the weekends, so sometimes it's hard to take time off from that, doing matches, but I try to shoot as much as I can when ammo isn't stupid expensive. And... Finishing uh, EMT school, I'm trying to be like Craig over here and save people like a firefighter. Yeah, man.
0: <laughs> save the world, That's how it bro. starts. It's exactly. Good Might for you. Good for it. you. All right, Ian, go ahead, brother.
4: Let, let, let everybody know who you are, man. All right. Um, so got into USPSA because of Tim um, after I got out of the Navy from active duty. um. still in the reserves, and now I do cybersecurity stuff and had zero background, but somehow made it work. Um, been on the team for just over a year now um done five majors now it's been a blast though um you know shooting is a hobby i like to compete it gives that outlet again um but the real reason i do it is because of the brothers you know it's just an absolute blast shooting with your friends and getting to have some guy time
0: so you have um other than well actually craig's got kids but you have kids and a wife so so you're some of your shooting gets taken up from that right yeah you you have to you have to manage a lot with family to shoot right
4: yeah i've got a seven-year-old and a three-year-old and you know it's and a lot of it too is while i was active duty i miss a lot with them so it's been trying to make up time with them as well so it's yeah it's a lot to juggle but it's uh it's definitely well
0: worth it yeah it's hard it's hard to have me time when you were gone for so long right like (laughs) it's kind of that's like uh you already had me time even though you were working most wives don't understand that part it's all good man. yeah yeah
3: okay cool all right tim we'll give, let them know who you are brother well my name's tim nolan um i've been on team Post really since i guess the beginning um crazy with this crazy guy um and a couple other guys but uh it's been a lot of fun um it, it's definitely a hobby for us all but the great part about shooting with a, uh, your friends is they always push you to be better um they always see what you don't see when you're shooting Um, Because I know it's so easy to get locked into your stage plan. And, okay, I'm going to reload here. Let me do this. Then everybody's like, well, you obviously missed this position by three feet. What are you doing? So it it really helps you. It it (laughs) pushes your growth so much faster because you guys are all pushing towards the same goals. And it's really just been a lot of fun. And traveling is probably, you know, what makes
0: it all worth it. That's definitely the best. Dude, traveling is (laughs) with the gang is just amazing we got we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later but um
4: make sure you test your airbnb's air conditioning before <laughs> you spend the night
0: yeah we will definitely be talking yes. about the air, the air conditioner so um,
4: <laughs> don't let craig book the airbnb oh come yeah. on <laughs> that
3: wasn't even my, wrong, fault.
0: Man. That wasn't my fault that really... uh, all right so actually i want to i want to touch in let's go into the first topic with with what tim just said i really i, I want to think i think we should start with that is I think the best part about shooting with a team is that there's not even though and and the crazy thing about team short bus is that there is so many guys that are competing against each other in the same class, the same division. We have a ton of PCC guys. We got a lot of open guys. Well, now we have a couple open guys. We have some carry optics guys uh, and everybody's trying to beat each other. But the coolest thing about it all is not one person on our team is like, I hope you screw up, man. Or when they screw up and they get the advantage, they don't walk over and go, yeah, man, thanks a lot for, it was always like, damn, dude, that sucks. All right, get them on the next one. Or don't worry, dude, you're still in the game. You you still have this. It's just such a positive team to be around. We help each other. Yeah. And I've been around other teams and around other people that are, I guess they would consider themselves teammates. And I'm like, I'd kick that guy out of our team in two seconds. It's like yeah. so the other thing is is, it, and I kind of said the same thing about Craig, is on this team, especially for me personally, I get to be myself. And so, like today, there was things that I messed up on, and everybody knew to leave me alone. But then I would walk over after I calmed myself down. I wasn't mad at anybody else. I was mad at myself because of things happening. But I walked over to those guys and we just start talking about it. And now I'm just like, all right, cool, man. And then as soon as they knew I was out of my own head, they were like, dude, you really sucked. <laughs> or it started giving me shit. And I'm like, yeah, that's it. I'm mad. I'm going to tear this up. And it changed my mindset because of who I shoot with. Sometimes when you shoot with people you don't know or people that you know don't have your best interest in the way you are shooting, then it really affects your mental game. So I really enjoy shooting with my friends. I don't really, I'm not a big super squad guy. I'm sure that's amazing, but I could care less. I- I'm more, I'd rather shoot with my guys. I-, I would say the hardest part for me though, is that I care more about their shooting than mine. So I have to walk away sometimes because I'm like, oh, dude, you missed that. Or you missed this or you missed that. And it's not that they made a lot of mistakes. It's just, I know they're where they can make up time. So I would say that, to me, is the hardest part, shooting on a team. Um, but it's worth it, every bit of it. I mean, it's we just have an amazing time together, and we just pick each other up. Like, today, everybody made mistakes, and not one time did I see somebody get down because they're not allowed to. I mean, we're all positive and jumping all over each other's butts about, like, no, dude, I don't give a shit if you shot three mics. You are the man. Go get it. You know, go get the next one and the next one and the next one. So it, it, that's been the biggest thing I've noticed since, you know, as a team, Like, everybody's positive. And I would say we kind of, when we first started this, we kind of had a, and I think we kind of still do, for people to be on our team, they have to be able to stay with us, like, at the same house. Like, if you can't stay with us at a house, you aren't on this team. Because we are brutal on each other in such a great way. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, we, we love to mess with each other, but we're all like, oh my god, yeah, look what you just did. I mean, we we just don't need us.
2: somebody to snap and end up killing us in their <laughs> <our> sleep. <right? laughs> uh, I mean, we all do travel uh, with a lot of guys. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, Maybe uh, we pushed him too hard. <laughs> uh, Mike G? Uh, Mike G, anybody? No, the knife incident. <laughs> oh,
0: god. So we got, a guy, we got a guy on our team named Mike G that wasn't able to Make the podcast, but um, you do not make sure he does not have a knife.
3: <laughs> Don't cross that man. Don't cross exactly. that man. Yeah, yeah. Don't make him upset.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty
2: awesome. But
3: um, going back to what you were saying about shooting with the team, I remember when I was first shooting, I shot Area sec- uh, Area Six by myself, and I think it was in Okeechobee, and mm-hmm. I live in Tampa, so I went and shot it, and I shot it Thursday, Friday, and all my friends were shooting it Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Um, so I remember nobody I knew nobody there and it was my first area match I was so nervous I didn't want to screw up um and I think I got fourth but it it could have been way worse I mean way better just having you know some insight on what was going on having somebody there just kind of talk to you and calm you down and um you know shooting with the team it's just so such a difference because you go in there and you almost feel like you have a cheat code before you get to the match because yeah. you're like, okay, well. I have 12 people looking at how this stage runs. If there's a little corner I'm not going to see, somebody else will probably will.
2: See, I feel the same way. I think Area 6 was also my first major match down at OK Corral. Yeah. And so I, I went down there with my buddy. But, I mean, like, it's cool to have the moral support, but it's a friend that doesn't. He, he loves shooting, but he doesn't shoot competitively. Right. Like, he'll go to the range. He loves building guns. So he had my back in the interest of, oh, I get to hang out with people that like guns. So it's not like I could lean on him, look to him like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Because back then, I didn't really have stage planning. Like, I just went out there, hey, I have a gun that I like shooting. Hey, (laughs) I'm going to wait a long time and shoot 30 to 45 seconds. That's because I'm slow (laughs) (laughs) back then. But yeah, so it's like, okay, cool. I don't know how to properly run a stage plan. I don't really have anybody that can teach me because most people on my squad. I shot the staff day there, mm-hmm. so I didn't realize that's what it
0: was. And you I'm like, really shot stages at thirty to forty-five seconds when no, you. No, not start? back then. <laughs> I was gonna say because the way you shoot now, I'm like, dude, you're the man. Like that's amazing uh, differences in your times. Okay, maybe if I was shooting three gun now. Oh uh, well. <laughs> yeah, try doubling that. Three gun that stage.
4: eighty seconds for stages. Right. My 30. times were though when I started. Really? Because I was shooting. I was. He was still shooting for accuracy, that, right? Uh, that's yes, It was like, were, like, like it was, bro, like I got really, 99%, right? Like I I shot all alphas but one, so I but do. the difference is you're like, yeah, but you took a second per I, shot.
0: I, I do remember that actually. That was a big topic that we would have a conversation about. I remember Tim, I was I look at Tim I was like, "Who are you bringing out here, bro?" Like this guy's like all about hits and he goes, I know. That's why he's here. You're going to fix it. (laughs) And it was like, and I, it was one of those things where I had to, I remember we had numerous conversations. Your skills were there. You had the physical and the mental ability. It was just getting you to go. Yeah. That was the hardest part. It was like, yeah, but my hits suck. And i go, okay, uh, you're losing. So go learn how the hits will come back. And it was yeah. like, it just slowly, your hits went bad and then got better and better and better and better. And then you were just, and then every week, instead of it being, dude, I'm too slow. Now it was like, where can I go faster, Tom? What, what, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? What do you think about that? Instead of it being just, man, I got to get my hits. So those again, you had the benefit of having Tim and myself and all the guys at that time, because you were shooting with our, even though you weren't on the team, you were shooting with us as a squad We were already in the, this is practice. Yeah. Right. So it no longer became of, I got to win the local. Like myself and Tim, see, Tim started and we instantly became friends. But for the first, what, month or two before we was like
3: two or three months,
0: two or three months, no help. No one helped him. I think maybe my cow, the guy who mentored me gave Tim some help. And then we became really, we became for instant friends. And then it was like, all right, man. We're gonna kick. You're gonna start kicking ass right now, Tim. And it turned into it all of a sudden that I've got to win a local match became <laughs> this is dumb. Let's. What can we do to make this better? Like how much faster? Started building stages. Started changing things around at our matches so they became harder practices yeah, for us. And right. then and then it didn't. Then it was just about analyzing the scores afterwards. It was no longer about did you win? Did you lose? Now, and I said this a couple of times before. And I don't want to bring this up again. When you shoot a match, a local match, and you don't care about the scores, you better care about the scores, but not during the match. You're going to go afterwards and analyze those scores. It takes your mind, mental, <laughs> focus out exactly. Of
4: you move the expectations on yourself, it l- keeps you more relaxed. I and mean, but there's I a lot
1: of guys that still do that, even yeah. in the match we shot. A lot of guys are watching their their scores. That's, a big, that's the scores. a
0: big thing that you just brought up, Ian, was the expectations, right? I mean, we all, I say it in different ways. Um, you know, having preconceived, uh, scores in your mind, knowing what you want to shoot or, you know, you, you know, this guy shot it in 13 seconds. So you have to shoot it in 12. How the hell do you know what 12 seconds is when you're running around? You don't know. I, listen, I'm a grandmaster, and I feel like I'm pretty fast. And I still don't know what the hell I'm going to get for a time. I don't know how these grandmasters are walking around going, this is a 12-second stage. How the hell do you know that?
3: I can't <laughs> tell you how many times you come off a stage and you're like, man, I was slow. Yeah. All the ROs are like,
0: that was our fastest time. Yeah, like, oh, your factor is higher like than your every time. <laughs> Everybody's like, uh, okay. I did it. I did it a couple times a day, and, and a, a couple of ROs came over and was like, that was the fastest time we had all day. And I'm like. No, <laughs> you misremembered or something because I I slipped here or I didn't pull the trigger when I was supposed to. Here, it's you know, I, I look at it in a different way. I, I don't, I, my mindset's changed. It's not, I'm trying to have the perfect run, but my expectations know that there's no such thing. So now, when I do make a mistake on a stage, I know it's there, but I don't let it affect the stage run. I used to just bomb after one mistake. If I would draw and I knew I shot a Charlie, the rest of the stage, I was thinking about that Charlie, only that Charlie. So it, that's, that's been a big mindset change for me, um, mm-hmm. in, in shooting for sure, but
4: got to have a short memory. Yeah. Absolutely, man.
0: So I, I want to go into one thing before, uh, you know, obviously guys, this is kind of just, we're, we're, we we kind of have a bunch of topics, but we're just going to get into them as we get into them. But, uh, m- one of the things I really, uh, want to talk about is, how we became friends. All right. So obviously shooting brought us all together, but we don't, half of us don't shoot together anymore. Like three out of the four guys that are sitting in front of me rarely shoot now because of ammo issues, Uh, not just ammo issues, but we have a, uh, like Raf's trying to get a new career. He, he's doing something completely different in life. He's starting to work his way to another job. Ian's got promotions, and he's got the, the COVID things crushing him when it comes to work. They're, he's at home now instead of where he's supposed to be. So he's got his wife, his kids, So and then he's got ammo issues. And Tim, his work hasn't really changed a whole lot, but, man, the ammo has crushed him. Like, it's just it, at this point.
3: It feels like a drug addiction. Yeah. Yeah,
0: like I'm Jonesing <laughs> yeah. the if ammo, I want right. to shoot like what I, I want to shoot, Y'all which is no like three to five thousand a month. <laughs> yeah.
3: Like I feel like I'm a cry addict. Like Stop. we're, we're giving my next fix, right. man. Come
0: on. I would say the biggest problem with Tim's ammo issue was. Is that he prepared for Nationals last year for – how long did we prepare for Nationals last year? Carry Optics Nationals. God, he, I
3: mean, Ian was there with me too.
4: Like, yeah, I mean, like, we, we had probably a, a solid two-month cycle where it was yeah. every week going and putting five to, 500 to 1,000 rounds a night and okay. just going, man. So for two months straight – so you're, you're probably talking <laughs> – we probably put ten thousand rounds. You're burning, yeah, I was going to say cause I remember
0: giving, I remember doing ammo where it was. I remember us getting like two, three thousand every time we talked. Yeah, right. It was two thousand every two weeks, so it yeah. was, I mean it was almost four thousand rounds a month. Mm-hmm. And then some, right? like sometimes big match. Yeah,
3: okay. I want to. Get and we were for throwing that, matches yeah. in
0: there. Was it? We yeah, were doing that's our locals. We were doing the locals plus plus the practices plus any big matches before nationals to get the match experience Absolutely. of of trying to do that. Practice, go back down to your your match mode, practice mode, match mode, practice mode, match mode, and trying to get your mind to get more comfortable with all of it. So um, that, that's that been the biggest thing I've noticed in our team, and that's how I know these guys are my friends, because we still talk. Like, Every this is day. our first match in, in a year. A year, at least. Holy yeah. shit, dude. A year it's been since we've all shot together. I haven't shot
2: since last October.
4: Yeah, Georgia State was our last travel match together. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And that was September. And then we
3: all did nationals kind of.
0: I want to cry because that sucks because, dude, I mean, we, we were every week. Yeah. We would go shoot, go eat, go shoot, go eat. I mean, that was our yeah. – I mean, we were yeah. together every week. That's Absolutely. been crazy.
3: At least once a week because <laughs> it was a local match. Then if there was like another weekend local match, we traveled to that too.
0: And we have, what, 11 guys on the team now? Eleven? We have 11?
3: Yeah, I think it's eleven or twelve. I think
0: we have eleven or twelve guys. Mm-hmm. We have four captains, which I disagree with bringing the fourth one on, Craig Magalani. Um, he's too. He's fair. he just the problem is is he just uses his his thought. He doesn't. He's not emotional. You got to think with your emotions only. Yeah, yeah. thought process that's that's
1: Tom Casper
0: <laughs> but he's also the safest driver on our team yeah, he is by far the safest. if it's 55 45 is the net I arrive alive hey the a-hole in the fast lane is Craig just so you know it's a nine-hour
4: <laughs> that's drive that's to Atlanta <laughs> it's now a 12hour drive because he also has the old band bladder so
1: you know it's all on purpose
0: <laughs> <laughs> So unfortunately Craig knows ki- uh, speed kills um, he's he has helped a lot of people just kick them out of their picked them up out of their car and picked up bodies so he uh, he tends to drive a little bit slower than everybody else because he's seen a lot of bad things in life so i get it but um it doesn't mean we can't make fun of him about it um so we're, I, dude, I, we I was so busy making fun of Craig on the, ammo. On the oh, the ammo. So, so kind of like, that was the biggest thing is like, we just, we haven't shot together in a long time, but we still, we have a group chat that we, we get on there and we talk a lot and we kind of always keep in contact. I go out to lunch with, uh, Tim a lot. Uh, we've been fishing. Actually, we just went fishing a couple weeks ago. So we, we all, we all try to get together. I see my buddy Pete, who's not obviously not here because he's, uh, you know, watching his underwear. Um. Uh, but he's he's obviously not so is here. He really but hand
2: washing yeah. yeah dude, so he's, he's got, got the, the washboard. Like g- so, you know the, <laughs> <You know>, the <laughs> soap, so, 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 You don't so, get the muscles. Hand right? hand he's pulling right? right? yeah. a, uh, uh, yeah, a dagger.
1: He's a dagger like in his back right now. To dry, he brings out the spoons. Plays
5: on the washboard. What? That's
0: so wrong. Is he a Zydeco van So we uh. So he's got back in right now. But he's one of our co-captains, and I eat lunch with him on a on a weekly, almost a weekly basis if we can stick around if I'm close to his work or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I would say that's the biggest thing, man. It's really kind of, I, I think for me, because, I, I, you know, COVID hasn't really affected my life too much but other than work. But
3: um, Well, don't forget all this mask you're wearing.
0: Yeah, the, you know, me and my I, I anti-masker
3: think, over here.
2: <laughs> I think with as much as we go out to eat, it's like food brought us together and we just shoot on the yeah. side. Right?
0: So uh, I'll bring that up real quick. I, I got to tell you, there a lot of these local matches, I don't get a lot out of them um the the biggest thing i do this for now uh the local matches is i come to shoot with my friends Uh, like this weekend we shot a level two match called the Dockwell. we've done it every year since we became friends i think this is our third one together as a team um and it's not a big match it is a it's it's um the the range only has straight berms. There's not a whole lot of left to right. They only have one berm because of the way the range is designed. Railroad ties separate the berms. Uh, actually, I'll try to throw up a video or a picture real quick of one of the one of the berms so you guys can kind of see what we shoot at. But it is a uh, it was my home club. I mean, it's what I started at. It's where I met all these guys. It's where we became friends. So it's kind of got a special place in my heart that I'll always be. I always know these guys from there. And we shoot that match together, and it was a pretty cool sight because how many guys? Thirteen guys today on the 13 squad? squad. So there was yep. thirteen guys on the squad, and we had one. Well, then, dude, if there's 13 was there twelve or thirteen? Because we only had Casey was the only guy not on our team today. Casey had, was the
1: thirteenth guy. So we had right? twelve guys on the team. All right. So yep. then
0: uh, we had uh, um, no. We shorten ourselves. Right. Yeah, because we have thirteen on, guys. Yeah, on the so team. We have thirteen guys on the team. That makes sense because Timmy didn't make Go it ahead. today, so we had thirteen guys on the team and twelve guys there today. And to turn around and like, no, I don't really talk, talk to the guys about how much you know, obviously how important they are because I just talk trash to them the whole time, but. Uh, like I walked away Tom from my the feelings. Stage. Yeah. I don't know what he said, but we're going to block it out. Uh, I walked away from the squad today and I just looked back and man, it was just, it's a really cool feeling to know that you have friends and support whenever you need it at these matches. So and everybody was wearing a Tom Castro shirt, a shooting Academy shirt. They're all in my insider circle. They're, they're all guys that I've coached. I still coach. I teach to this day and it's just to turn around and see all those guys like, and everybody likes each other to get 13 people to all like each other. I mean truly like each other for their flaws, for their positives. Dude, if anybody meets me and gets to know me, I never shut up. That's why I started a podcast, I guess. Um it's perfect for me, but I never shut up. I talk a lot. I, I just I like to have fun. I like to enjoy my life and these guys all make it better, man. It's it's pretty awesome. So it's it's a really cool thing that we shot that match together again this year even with no ammo. Guys that didn't have ammo still were able to make it and shoot that match. Um, and we actually we were very, very, very successful again this year. We yeah, what, it's pretty awesome when Team Short Bus goes to Dockwell, well and there's like five or six trophies every time we go and, <laughs> and
2: nobody got DQ' would this time. Nobody yeah. got DQ'd. Actually last time nobody got DQ'd no, nobody either. Got DQ'd no. this time. Yeah. So. Hey, we're I starting to we trend. I like it. <laughs> I'll ask, maybe we have to be a full squad. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: Sorry, we weren't there.
0: With you. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, let's get into the Doc Well a little bit. I want I want to talk a little bit about the Doc Well because we we it's a match that we shoot every year. We know what kind of match it's going to be. It's it's an odd match compared to what most matches are. It's prop heavy, and I don't mean prop heavy as in like a lot of activators or cra- But there's always ramps. There's wheelchairs. It's hammocks and oars, swinging rope anchors. Swing,
4: we didn't have an oar this year, though.
0: No, we didn't have an. Oar. I think they got tired of everybody shooting the damn things on the draw <laughs> Probably, every huh? year. They would th- You would have the oar over your hand like a boat oar. And that somebody oh, would drop it, and when they drop it, they draw and they shoot through the damn ore while they're drawing. So it was like, I'm pretty sure there's probably not any ores left. We did uh, have the
4: hammock back, which ate man, my lunch today, dude, and this guy's too. This dude. is <laughs> comedy.
1: The hammock should not go away because that's just straight comedy. We we will. I will. There should best. be like a blooper reel of just the hammock.
2: The, the hammock is best when you have a squad of friends because they're not your friends unless they
0: make fun of how you get out or fall. Yeah, but you were
2: you were pretty special. Very special. Well, they, luckily, <laughs> we didn't have a mission barbecue.
0: <laughs>
2: Otherwise, I would not have gotten out of the hammock. I would have just been like, I'll zero the stage out. I'm thinking of that. Yeah. So
0: I, I, you, for the guys that are listening to this and not going to be able to see the video, I'm going to uh, you're not going to get to enjoy this wonderful moment. But I'm some. going to grab some videos off oh, these yeah. guys' phones and just do some screenshots <laughs> from Peter and. Raphael. Uh, so. So Peter is a uh, Peter's the guy who wasn't able to show up because he was washing his underwear. Um, And going to Sam's Club. Um, So he didn't make it today. Uh, (laughs) But uh, we, for for Peter's like a bowling ball, like legit. Like the guy is just a solid rock. Like the yes. guy is he's straight up a bowling ball, dude. He, if you can't, once he gets rolling, like just, just get out of the way. Cause he's just going to truck you. Like he's, he's just a bowling ball. <laughs> Especially with the new hip, man. He's, yeah. Oh, that's right. And, uh, Pete, but I would love for Pete have told this story, but he's, uh, you know, getting, uh, doing laundry and, and shopping <laughs> his instead of being here. Um, but he's actually, uh, he got his hip fixed. He had some, he had some major hip issues, uh, to where he actually had to stand on his tippy toe because it hurt so bad. So he had to literally run like on his toe. That's when I not, since I've known him for yep. almost 3 years now, 2 years, over 2 years. So he got his hip fixed. This is the first major match he shot that he had his and he moved full, well. Oh, he too. killed it. Yeah. But being a bowling ball and having to climb out of a hammock. Oh, that was hilarious. Was he hilarious. rolled out like, of the hammock. It, yeah, it would have been better for him to lay down and do a, a burpee or something to jump up instead of trying to land on his feet because he's just a bowling ball. Like, imagine a ball rolling and then trying to stop it. It just bumps over anything that it hits. So, but uh, And then Rafael, who looks <laughs> like he was literally on vacation in the hammock when he got on. I thought he closed his eyes and took a nap. And then well, the he he is off.
2: Filipino royalty. I just yeah, yeah, needed yeah, a pineapple, right. pineapple <laughs> beverage. <laughs> <laughs> Someone fanning you <laughs> with a banana leaf. Uh, Your two you sons fanning yes, you. Yes, needed
0: the banana leaf, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Your two didn't...
1: sons ran over to help you. We had yeah, to keep the
0: two them from... sons <laughs> to help. Ping, ping. They were like, "Daddy!" So, <laughs> God, God we firearms on that us in the hammock. And that's true. That's another thing. So these the the organizers of the match definitely know not to give adults guns in hammocks. So yeah, they had guns bad. on barrels so that it was of, much safer. DQs. Um, there would have been a ton of DQs. But, it, it, I mean, that's obviously – it's almost impossible to, to get out of a – PCC, you'd sweep yourself. I don't think there's any way. That thing is – I don't think people realize, like, try getting in a hammock as a leisurely, I'm going to go lay down. Now try to get out and actually be under the timer and having to run to go pick up your gun and score things, right? Like, so you're getting in this hammock that is not friendly to gear, right? So this year – you missed it because you, you didn't get to make it this time. This year, they had a solid, non-perforated netting type of hammock. Mm-hmm. The last two years, they've had the netting type where when you're wearing a holster and some gear, has they the tendency some. to hook into that bad boy.
2: Snag your... Yeah, snag your, uh, yeah, snag uh, your gear.
0: So it was like, this year, I was like, oh, this is going to be a little bit better. Um, and there's tricks to getting out of the hammock. So obviously, my guys, I try to you know t- teach them the tips, but... It's it's one of those things where it's just an odd start, right? And in that specific stage, <laughs> I love this team. No one give a shit about the stage run. Everybody just made sure they videoed yeah. the hammock release. <laughs> like not dude, I think I think Craig had to video uh, one of our teammates Jason today. And Jason was set up to video him on the – or Craig was set up to video him on the left-hand side. And he was like, all right, man. He's, like, getting all set up, and he's, like, behind the hammock. I'm like, Craig, over here, bro. Just get the So hammock. I move him. I go, just get the hammock. <laughs> and it was awesome because he struggled to get out of the hammock. But I, I think the worst, dude, I think the guy who gets the award today was Mike G. Like yeah. so, Mike G is probably the oldest guy on our team. Um, I think he's like eighty-nine, ninety Paw. years old. So, yeah, we yeah. call him people He, he, oh, he yeah. has brittle, yeah, Peepaw. Bones. brittle bones. He got
2: osteoporosis. He was Vietnam.
0: Uh, so yeah. I think what's Mike? Sixty-five, sixty-six? He's got to be now eighty-six. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't want to age him any more than he already is. He was is, in the Great War. So, he I, is a grandpa. So, so he was he, in he, the Civil War. Like <laughs> he was, he was the cannon loader. But honestly. This guy, we love this guy. Like he is just a badass. And the other thing about Mike is he's the most in shape in shape son of a bitch I know. And he dude, is for his he age. He's freaking dude. Awesome. That guy he's is an awesome. animal. He does the do Murph the like it's nothing? Yeah, he's doing the Murph. Like he asked me, you know, if I wanted to do it. I'm like, nah, dude, I'm not an idiot. One hundred plates. I'm good. Game, man. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, good. I'm good, dude. I'm good. But he did the Murph and completed it. So I, I I'm telling you, he's in his late, yeah. I think he's in his early, late sixties. Yeah. So, so Mike was doing the Murph. And, uh, so today he definitely had the worst time getting out of the hammock. So I, he just didn't, it was kind of one of those things where once you land, if you land too far forward or worse too far back on the hammock, like if you get like toward there's like a center post on a hammock that keeps the stand up. If you get anywhere near that center post, it's over. Like you're going forward or you're falling on your ass. Like there's, there's no if ends or but about it. And uh, Mike, actually, I was more concerned that he wasn't getting out of the hammock because the hammock started to fold over his head. Like he got so far behind the bar because he landed great, but when he tried to like get like the push off, I think like he tried to push off the bottom of the hammock and his foot was on the wrong side, and the hammock ended up like kind of folding in on him instead of like pushing him up. And uh, but he did okay. He actually got up and crushed it after that. It was just the fact that it took. The, the hammock is definitely the where you win or lose that stage.
4: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was like, like trying to get out of a ball pit. You're just yeah.
0: like, Ugh, I can't yeah. move. You're, you're almost better off shooting a mic on the bobber, but getting out of the hammock The hammock, the hammock Yeah. <laughs> like, it was that. That thing is such a pain to get out of. So I found a couple of tricks throughout the, the last few years that I've done it, <laughs> that if you can set your butt in the middle of it, like walk back and stand it straight up and then sit on it, you're going to rock. You're going to get out of it because... As you turn and go to stand up, it throws you out of it instead of sucks you into it. So this yeah, year...
1: you had told me to grab the... Yeah, grab the bottom. And grab the, yeah. the, the side of
0: it. And, and I'll, let me, I'll go ahead and kind of give you guys a little tip on... Or the other thing that they made us do on this start position was you laid back in the, in the hammock and you had to cross your hands. Cross your arms. Cross your arms. So the hardest part of that was to be competitive. You wanted your feet as close to off of the hammock as possible... So
2: it couldn't hang over. So you,
0: but your foot wouldn't be, wouldn't be able to hang over, though. It had to stay completely inside the hammock, which was awesome because that's the only way, in my opinion, that you could have a consistent stage. If you let one guy hang his foot over and hang it over the ground and another guy doesn't, isn't allowed to do that or think of that, then you're, you're allowing gamers to get away with it. Uh, but the other thing about that stage was when, when you would put your feet in, once you set up and you laid back and you crossed your arms, the hammock wanted to throw you out of it. Because if you were at the proper position, if your butt was in the middle and your feet were to the right, it would tip you to the right. Like, it felt like you were going to fall out of the hammock. So you kind of had to, like, use muscles and your core to hold yourself so you didn't tip left or right and just go beat that damn thing. Like, let's go. Like yeah. And the other thing about the RO, uh, I think is – actually, I think Jeff Jones did ours, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. He was really good on the timer. Like, soon as you got in, he gave you, like, a second, like, to settle. And then it was like, are you ready? Stand by beep it wasn't like all right let's give this guy a 47 second you know are you sure you're ready kind of stuff yeah. because i mean we, there's all ages at this match
2: they don't give a craig make ready
0: yeah they don't yeah they don't have a craig make ready for i something. don't even know why i get i still
1: get flack for that we were talking about that today because tom's <laughs> make ready is three times longer than mine
0: dude when you're, a you're starting to rival mr oh, beach you're a <laughs> there's, there's a lot g next to our name so yeah. let, me, let me let's me, let talk about this real quick when you're a grandmaster i use all my extra time oh. for make ready because oh. i'm not going to use it while i'm shooting oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just being smart so. ass. <laughs> Where's Brendan Connolly? <laughs> Where's <was this>, uh, <laughs> real in. GM or paper GM? <laughs> <laughs> so this is paper GM talking? just time. I'm just kidding. So. I'm cutting that out because yeah. everybody will take that wrong. Like I'm being a dick. So yeah. well, he's a stage nine stage champ. So oh, dude, he already knows that they're know. multiple stage nine, multiple.
2: <laughs> but there wasn't a stage nine here, so Tom was safe today. <laughs> But there was other stages. We'll pull them up. We can pull them up. There's other stages I beat them. <laughs> Trust me.
0: The other, uh, after that, actually, before we shot the hammock stage, before we shot the hammock stage, we had stage one, and they had a ball where you would drop it onto a stomp pad. It was like, uh, what? What was that? what is that for a uh, a, buoy. a buoy. It's like a buoy ball. It's yeah, like yeah. a buoy ball. And this year was different because the other years you could, you could make an attempt at throwing it. Uh, to hit that, they've always had the buoy ball on the stomp pad every year. That's yeah, always yeah. been a big deal. But they've always also had a um, where you could make an attempt to throw it at it so, like, you could stay away from it and take the chance. It was always movable. You could take it and move around the stage with it and start anywhere you wanted. This year, you could kind of start wherever you wanted. But it was, but tethered, was tethered to the wall. But it was to tethered wall. to the wall.
4: You had like three feet yeah. you could move maybe. And it
1: so, threw you yeah. off because it was a, a loose buoy yeah. on the ground. Like you're thinking, right.
0: what the heck is that? Yeah, so they did. They had. So one thing about the Doc Weld is that it's a, it's a memorial match for... Um, his name Doc was Weld. Gary Doc Weld, and he had he was a shooter at that range that became really good friends with a couple of the guys that are in charge there. And that, that match he ended up getting, was it was MLS.
3: MLS, ALS. ALS.
0: So he ended up with ALS and ended up, uh, knowing he was going to pass away and ended up, do- they had a, uh, uh, a charity match for him to help him, but ended up that luckily he was a, he was a vet and, and the va was taking yeah, was care AT of all that it. so they ended up ta- he this is how awesome this guy was and i never had a chance to meet him but he decided and told the people in charge and everybody that he was friends with that he would take that take that money and put it into the youth program that they have at the range and that is carried on now for nine years yep. right nine, this, is the, yeah, ninth this one? is the ninth one so nine years so that is really really cool because to me the youth program is what you know. That, that's a big thing. You, the, the kids are the future of this. Like, obviously, we're all getting older, and you know, it's it's. We're not going to be here, the sports. Not going to be here if we don't have younger generation coming in. So, uh, on that stage, that, that's why the military base comes from. Like, it's really military base. There's bandage boxes and there's all kinds of stuff that's military base. Ranger or, flags. Or, yeah, and ranger flags. flags and yeah, there's, there's, I think they represent every. Um, Special operations. Group. Yeah, every every group is, they have a flag on every stage or throughout the match. So it's It's, it's just, a military theme. Yeah. Military the years theme, past
1: yeah. has been they have minefields and yeah. that were clay pigeons. If you step yeah. on one,
2: it was a penalty. And, yeah. and if you I, I remember about correctly, the he was a seal.
0: I think he was a seal, right? Yeah, he, he was a seal. seal. So yeah. that's that's another thing why the boat ore is always there. Yeah. Right.
2: And then yeah. uh, last year they had the port holes to simulate like yeah. shooting out of a ship. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. a ship, yeah. And then the, bu- we, the one year
1: I didn't shoot was a bucket. You said you had to have your. Yeah, you they had the a bucket, bucket where
0: they. Uh, oh, man, that was I, actually. I kind of wanted them cool. to bring that back. Yeah, even though I'm cool. shooting pistol now, so that would suck. But yeah. they had a, I, they had a bucket where, like a cooler, you started with your hands in the water. And then the timer would go off, and dude, it was like a bunch of seals just flapping their hands on their shirt, like just trying to get as much grip on the before they drew the gun. Then they'd grab the gun and shoot it, and I was like, that is pretty neat yeah, because pretty that good. is something you don't see on a regular basis. Like right. that is something that's – that's the one thing about the dock. Well, it's – I don't want to say it's prop heavy because it's not – there's not a lot of gimmicky stuff, but there's always ramps, and um, one of them was a rope where you swung off the top of a platform – uh, like this Last stage that, year, they
2: had the uh, wobbling platform. Yeah, they had
0: a, a, a wobble, yeah. a wobble table. I, th- I can't. I think that's what it's called. I can't. A shaker table, not a wobble table. Shaker table. So you jump up on this thing, and this table just wobbles back and forth and goes crazy, and you got to try to basically land on it all your weight without going left or right, or you are you're going to be going for a ride. It's an incredible po- popular match. If yeah. it, it, it sells out in... Hours. Yeah, I think it's build up and our, immediately. Yeah. So this is the cool the hardest part about our squad is getting everybody together. Yeah. Like <laughs> on the same squad. So we're all like frantically like sign up stage three. Squad three. Everybody sign up. Raphael. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so usually yeah. since yeah. I DJ Rafael, late night I means so he doesn't I wake up till til, two PM
2: in yeah. the afternoon. So I open up the group text oh, and sh- and he got in our squad because he's Filipino
1: world. Team. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I open up. I, I have to scroll up to the start of the chat. A hundred messages ago. And I see Squad 13 sign up now open. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should go on Practice Score and look up Squad yeah, 13. like 13. an hour and a half later. Yeah. Sold out. Yeah, like, it was like an hour and, and, and a half later. Like, oh, yeah, okay, so there's an happens. opening on 12. I guess uh, I'll just yeah. be behind you guys and talk to you through the I think the it wall. was like done in like three or four hours. This thing was sold yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. So, so after so it was e- sold out. I had to – I asked who the two names were that I didn't know, and one was your nephew. My nephew, yeah, Casey. And so I was like, okay, I can't strong arm Craig's (laughs) Craig's nephew off the team – or off the uh, squad. So you tried – Put so pressure then, on your little son. There, there, there was another guy. You <laughs> uh, can be short, a, me one person, right? So, so one guy was a potential student for Tom. Which, by the way, <laughs> he didn't shoot with us, so now I lost the student. So now he's the I mean, Now,
0: now I financially, I'm going to live in a cardboard box because Rabbit's on oh, our squad. So I got strong-armed <laughs> into buying two shirts from him oh, <laughs> to make up he for losing a student. <laughs> I was like, I, I cost him a student. <laughs>
2: I cost him a student, so the least I could do is buy him a couple of shirts, or buy a couple of shirts so he can feed his kids.
0: So, guys, if you're looking for shirts, I'm out of extra schmediums. He bought them both. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah. So I half his belly I, hanging I out. I actually, I messaged the guy asked him nice. I'm like, hey, you know, like I'm part of the guys. Uh, we're all on the same team, and like, yeah, you know, I, I thought it was just a random guy, so he never messaged me back, and then I guess somebody else on the team knew who he was, and so. Did he end up switching squads? or did I don't he get think he shot. Of the, match? No, the
0: last time I checked, I thought you guys jumped him and he was in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, he <but>. got strong arm <laughs> and he didn't make the match. I want somehow. a new gun from the parking yeah, yeah, yeah. I Actually, the last time I messaged the guy, he uh, had to quit Facebook because of all the nasty messages from the team. You know, I was like, nah, we're, we're kidding, obviously. So. Yeah. Like now, we actually, said, I don't you know. Need, I don't need, a, think you need a sense of humor. Actually, honestly, I think if I remember correctly, one of the guys, I think Nestor and Raby know him. Uh, that's how they knew that he wanted to, he was talking about being oh, a student okay. on the insider circle. Uh, but I found I think he had something with work come up. So actually, I, I, there was a couple guys that I talked to that couldn't make it because of work. Um, uh, they were going to shoot and that are in the insider circle already. They were going to be on our squad, but I would have seen them at the match. Yeah. I would have talked to them, but they weren't able to make it because their work came up. Well, so, oh, yeah.
4: Jorger, you know, he was on call. He was like, "Yeah, I might have to go in the middle of the match." Yeah,
0: he's, yeah, yeah. One of our guys, uh, Jorger, crazy. he's uh, he was on um, call to this this uh, match actually. So if they would have called him, we would have lost him for the match. And he ended up winning C class. uh um, yeah. carry optics, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. nice. Two time, two time, Doc Welk, carry optics champion. See, I, I could
2: have, I tried defending to be a back to back champ, but I'm running on two hours of sleep, and then I showed up. I'm like, oh, I still gotta load my bags. Your laughing, those things, excuses but, are like yeah. assholes. We all got them. I'm pretty sure them. I just they made a video
0: on the insider circle about excuses, of, but you know, Raphael was probably sleeping while I made that video. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so so. All right, well, let's touch into that real quick because I, I we. Well, I want to go back into the Doc Weld stages still, but let's let's go into that since you brought it up. Uh, honestly, man, you you're not you didn't expect to win, right? I mean, you you haven't been able to practice with ammo and work and.
2: Honestly, the last time I shot. uh USPSA was when we got back from Georgia State I shot the following week at, at WAC and that was pretty much it because then you this is the time when you told me hey you should buy primers pretty soon because yeah. I think there's gonna something weird is gonna happen yeah and I think it's gonna be hard to find primers and I'm like no you're lying you're Tom, Cras- <laughs> you're Tom Caster you're uh, you're gonna find primers and <laughs> you're gonna share with us. Yeah. For you. Cool.
0: And then, yeah, they became I'm so like screwed now because I shared with you guys. <laughs> yeah. I had 50,000 before this started, and now I'm down to nine because I shared. Which I, I don't, if there was anything, I would never take that back because we shot for no, no, half a year together Yeah, yeah, yeah because I was able to get those primers. But, you know, now I'm hurting right like and yeah. it's I, actually this is the first he time in a long friendship. time that I've been very yeah. nervous about not being able to even carry on with the shooting academy uh because I shoot I shoot a lot that's not for me now right like before it used to be I would go practice for me now I rarely actually I think this is Craig this is the first practice we had a practice this Saturday with the team most some of us that could make it before Doc Well this was the first time i've practiced for me in a year hmm. all the other practices have all been video guys you have no i'm going to take a picture of what this setup is here and what yeah, it takes for crazy. me to shoot it's these videos it's <laughs> pretty awesome yeah, people don't it's a have a It's mind clue what more, i have to yeah. put through this it's crazy I, I i don't mind the work until i turn around and go what the hell did i just have to do to set this up like it's insane
4: like Yeah, but I mean, it shows your flexibility too, man. Like all the low round count drills that you've come up with and whatnot. And just getting back to the fundamentals. I mean, like you know, like Raf, I haven't shot USPSA since December was my last match. Yeah. I literally Tim and I went out one night just you know to shoot, and I maybe put a mag down my rifle because I I changed out the barrel and put a new optic on it, and just looking the videos, fundamentals, dry fire, and I won today right yeah. it's just it's really about can you execute the fundamentals day in and day out and that will get you 90% of the way there
0: and then then the speed comes right so yeah. like, if you have the mindset of i'm going to haul ass right yeah. and your fundamentals are strong you're going to win i mean it's it's really that simple i, I we, people talk about this all the time about you know secret sauce and and I, I there's some things that i know the way i coach are different than everybody else the way i break it down And I I don't want to sound cocky, but I know I just think differently. I I see all the other guys coaching, and they're all great. They're all great information. It's it's all the same type of information, but it's the way I break it down. So it's super small. Like the one thing that I've found out that I've where I'm getting better, even still to this day, (laughs) is the details. It's it's such small stupid little things that I've added that I'm just like and and it's crazy because now that I'm making all the videos I'm like oh my god I didn't even know that like and I'm like oh guys watch this and then I I give it to my students like I don't hold anything back I think that's something that that is helping me too because I'm like I'm doing everything all my training for the the students is on video now so I'm I'm turning around I'm like hey guys watch this and now i show it you know and i I don't hide any of that stuff because you still have to go execute you still have to practice it and 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 if somebody beats me with my system that just motivates the hell out of me man absolutely craig cheats Shoots pcc no reloads no draw by the way i love pcc still i just uh went to carry optics because that's where i want to be
4: he has a lot of excuses if you haven't realized. <laughs> He's a big fan of Scorpions too. <laughs>
0: well, we're not going to talk about brands because that's no-no. That's a no-no. Um, but So let's go into on stage one. So stage one, we had the – there was um, the buoy ball. where We had to drop the buoy ball and then run. So I'll talk a little bit about the start position on that because you were – I would say that everybody ran that stage the same except for one position. There was only one position that I saw that was different, and there was a ramp you would run up. And you could stay up there, and it, I would say that for uh, carry optics, it was the only 32-round stage of the match. Right, everything else was lower round yeah. count.
4: Something it was, like it was that. pretty I think it was twenty-eight.
1: But yeah, it, I mean it was definitely oh, I'm pretty sure it was full 32? Yeah. yeah. I know it's
4: I, the highest. I, oh, no, I shoot PCC. I just yeah, I just, just pull that, the trigger, bro. We don't
1: we don't need to count. <laughs> <That
0: doesn't laughs> just pull the trigger. 32 is <laughs> that. He needs to count because uh, he has to count how many rounds he's gonna rack out while he's shooting.
3: Amen. <laughs> he did, oh, he, has he also games, has to count how many he's gonna miss, too. He's like, all right, I got 12 mics
2: in this thing. So how You didn't have a lot of mics. Zero deltas today, two mics on zebras. He shot really good today. so what was your goal for today's?
0: match so. my goal was to get two deltas I <laughs> you <didn't. got> three. <laughs> no i got two you got two i only got two deltas i no. had two
1: deltas and no mics
0: so so my goal yeah. today was no so I, i've been trying to clean up the deltas right like yeah. I, i've been shooting i, I don't want to say i've been shooting a lot of deltas but as you the higher up you go the those deltas are like you, minor, you might as well have a kill mic. you yeah you might as well have a mic so i've been really trying to clean up my deltas and and if I do get a delta, if I if it's something that I'm I'm fast and it's and I've earned it and it's it's something I'm like ah, okay whatever at least I got the hit kind of thing yeah. I'm not too upset about it. But when you get a delta for a stupid target, like it's something like you're like really like on an entry you know not to do that and you still do it. Yeah. Those are what what upset me. So two of the deltas I had, one of them was an entry on a far far target, fifteen yard target. As soon as I was coming around the wall, my goal was to just let it rip. Be in the a. And I wasn't, obviously. Um, but I was really fast. You know, I was super fast on that stage. Yeah. Uh, so it didn't hurt. It just didn't get me, you know, the, yeah. where I wanted. And then the other Delta, I think, was a... I can't remember where the hell the other one was. Was it on the same stage? They were it both on, on the same, same stage. stage. Yeah. It was on the same stage. Yeah. yeah. So, so again, oh, I, it was the beam stage. The beams. Uh, yeah. So it was on an activator stage. It was a stage where uh, you we had, had three to three swingers run. on that
4: stage. Yeah, or no, two, two swingers, swingers and like, a max
0: trap. Yeah, two swingers and a max trap. All right, so let's just talk about that stage since we jumped into it. Yeah. So we'll, I'll, I'll go back to the buoy stage in a minute. So this stage had beams on it, and you had to straddle the beams. The first on the draw, and your hands had to be above your shoulders. PCC was hands above or wrists above shoulders Wrist above, yeah. holding the gun so it was yeah. wrists above shoulders for both but holding the gun so that was kind of odd because the pcc guys were trying to game it to where they could still see their dot but get their hands above their their wrists above so that was kind of hard because you're like all right i i'm almost shouldered but i'm not shouldered so it was kind of it was kind of
2: awkward because you couldn't have yeah you it, couldn't get your safety you couldn't either have, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the way that you're holding yeah and you're like, okay. okay, my thumb, nope, nowhere even near it. Yeah, yeah. So you can't even really game it
0: that way. And you have to step up on the beep. So you had to straddle this. I, I mean, this thing was an 8-inch beam, right? So you're it, taking eight two by steps. Eight. It was an 8-by-8 railroad tie is what it was, right? Yeah, yeah. So you had to straddle. This is the first year they've done the straddling of the railroad ties. Usually <laughs> you would start shooting some stuff and then run down the – uh, the railroad ties and use them as your shooting areas that you could skip, but they would have these uh, shooting the shotgun clays shoot the as the, minefields. As minefields. Yeah. If you hit one of those with your foot, you would get a procedural for each one broken. Mm-hmm. If you dropped a mag on those clays, and you breaks. would get and it breaks. <laughs> you would get a procedural, so you couldn't even reload on that area. So, and again, it only has one berm, so that it's the the fact that these guys would come up cool. with this stuff, and it's not gimmicky that's the cool thing it's not a lot of like all right, run over here and hold this rope and then carry the rope and carry the anchor and you would you would get rid of a lot of that stuff, but then they would throw these little areas that they had um this year, they had one with a rope that you would swing on. Last year, they had one with a rope that you had to swing over uh, the clays. Over the minefield. Over the minefield. If you would land on those and hit them, you would get a procedural. If you were swinging and your mag fell out and hit one of those that you have zero control over while you're holding the rope, procedural. you got a procedural. procedural. So it was one yep. of those things that it, it just added another mental challenge to the sport. But these railroad ties, you were, you were hands above shoulder and you were straddling. Then they had two side berms. They just basically bring in dirt piles to be up against the wall for the, for this match, and you would have to draw on targets. Well, these railroad ties were angled, so I don't know if it affects other people. And I'd love to hear because since you guys were there, It was a little awkward with PCC, right? It but, was. But did the angle of the railroad tie affect you
4: on the start? Like because you you definitely had to pick which foot you wanted on the left as. So that way you were square the right way towards the, tar- the, the first part of the array. But you still had a almost 120 degrees, you know, swing. But the tie is so your feet are, you know, Odd. angled yeah. back behind you basically right. while you're trying to swing the opposite direction. Yeah.
0: So did you when you walked that stage and I'll ask each one of you guys, when you walked that stage, did you pick left or right because of the way the railroad tide was facing?
4: I, because the tie, the left side of the tie was back, I engaged the two targets on the left first, and because there was only one on the right, so that way I I knew, like, contingency plan, if I lost balance, something was weird, right, I could engage the one target and not have to be like, shit, I gotta get back up on the tie. Because you had so, to be on the tie
0: yeah. to shoot, or you were getting procedurals, it was out of bounds. you are basically standing out of bounds. Also, where we were running is
1: the array that we were gonna address, the railroad tie, we all ran through the next... Was on the right hand side.
0: So you had to go, for, and I'll see if I can throw a, vi- a picture up on this. Guys that are listening to this, you're not mm-hmm. gonna see it, obviously, but yeah. there was a railroad tie, railroad tie. There was one, two, three, there four, four railroad four ties. And, and they were all different angles. Not so, parallel, they were all, yeah, all different angles. So the, the first tie, when you face the left target, if you jumped on there with your right foot, you were guaranteed to fall over if you're right-handed because yeah. it for you you lift your right foot and it would and then you step with your left foot, it's going to push you forward like over the railroad tie. So you had to kind of what for me personally, I chose the left side because of the way the railroad ties faced on the draw because I'm right-handed. So it put my hand my gun on the right, but then I could keep my right foot down so that the gun wouldn't move on the draw Mm -hmm. that was my focus was to keep Mm -hmm. the gun in the same exact draw position as if i was standing still so when the beep went off i reached for my gun and then as i lifted my left foot that's when i had my gun and as i lifted up onto the beam it was draw and shoot for the draw and then i was able to shoot on those two and then leave on the single it's a lot harder to leave on two targets than it is on one So I lean out on those targets so I can shoot. I try to make sure I'm moving on my second shot on every target, obviously depending, but that one, especially, but if you have a trigger freeze and you have two targets or a jam, you're (laughs) screwed. Right. So obviously like, okay, Ian has problems sometimes with his gun where he has, where he has to rack around. It's all, it's never when he's running and doing nothing like where there's lots of time. It's always when he's going to do like this crazy lean or whatever so he always has to have that that sucks but you have to have that in your plan that what if i have a jam what yeah. if i have to rack around mm-hmm. so that's a big thing is always take care of your equipment make sure your equipment's fixed you got to figure that out like he's been having issues with that for a while he's been changing a bunch of things he could buy a davinci pcc and it'll fix it but you know <laughs> you need to get a davinci yeah i mean dude we got get three guys yeah we got three guys on the team that shoot davincis that don't have any issues and and we have one guy who builds his own cuz he's smarter than everybody else not is that what you got A you have a franken you franken God? gun yeah, yeah man <laughs> hey 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 Look I don't want to talk bad is. about franken guns guys. I don't want to talk bad about franken guns and then we're not uh, but, but it's at just the end it's, the-
4: there's always something right yeah. they're, they're, I mean open, open guns are finicky too right it's just no Sometimes,
0: no. dude, I shoot a plastic fantastic canic, and it's phenomenal. Da Vinci's PCCs are not fantastic. I will tell you the big, one of the reasons that I like Da Vinci was because it's all made together. It's one part. Yeah. It's literally built together. He 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 makes everything. There's a few parts he doesn't make. Obviously, I don't yeah, think he machines everything else. All like the one. externals, the upper, the lowers, everything is yeah. all him. They just run like it's 100 percent controlled. Like and and with machining, you're always going to have, you know, mm. things that variations. It's just the way it is, right? But when you have a guy who's Putting them together, <laughs> yeah. and he knows what the variations are. They're gonna run. That I just, you know, that's just that was that was my. And he listens and to input from people. That is huge, man. Yeah. Like that was the big. He'll adjust, thing.
2: He'll he'll make adjustments to your gun <laughs> if needed.
0: I, I remember starting with Padavan and shooting the Da Vinci, and I thought that was hilarious because. He, I was like, dude, this sucks. This sucks. We need to fix this. This isn't competition friendly. The bagwell's not right. It's too angled. You know, I'm like, look right here at the front of the gun. It's jamming the bu- bullets in. And I, I shoot coated bullets. So like literally lead all over the front of my mat, like inside the magwell. And I'm like, we got to fix this magwell. And he's like, no one's ever told me this. I'm like, well, you got me now, brother. I was like, it's time. Like, we're going to make this the baddest ass PCC around. And I mean, it's been a huge change. And it's only minor things. Like the guy just—he's a friggin' genius with guns. He just makes. And you haven't picked up his new barrel. No, I did not pick it up. Out. Yeah, the problem is—is is I, I have this guy on my team, who every time times. I get something, he gets it too.
2: He oh, <laughs> <laughs> guess to uh, know how Tom likes it first. Make yeah, yeah. sure it works. Yeah, Tom, yeah. are you running this left to right or right so Craig, to left? Craig,
0: so we, I, I was gonna go pick up this barrel, <laughs> try out this new uh, comp that uh, Padavan made, and he's like, "Craig, I have like, all right, man. When I get a chance, I've just been so busy." And, and Craig's like, "Hey, man." When are you picking up my barrel? <laughs> Look at it. You do say this you didn't true. say it. This is oh, true. This is <laughs> true. <laughs> uh, one for Tom, two for me. One for Tom, two oh, for and, me. Oh, uh, and
2: another thing about the railroad ties, it was weird to, like, I know people like to drop step. Yeah. A lot that. of people did, but the thing is, like when you try to drop step from the railroad tire yes. you got to make sure drop you first. hit the ground first <laughs> yes. and make sure your foot doesn't yes. get caught on it. Yes, and then uh, Jason almost ate it. It, bit it hard. I don't know why running, trying to stop.
0: Well, so they don't. It, so here's the thing: if you don't lean out on your last shot. You're not going anywhere. Yeah, just lean out. Well, but they don't, but here's, you have to think about that stuff. That's what I'm saying about the details. So I watched Raby, Nestor. I'm trying, there was some, was it Jorger too? No, Jorger falls falls through pretty good on the forward fall. He's really good about moving on his Mm -hmm. last shot. But Nestor, especially, one of our teammates, he drop steps. So basically, what he did was drop his front, his left foot forward, his right foot back, and did a split over the top of them. And then pushed off, and I was like, "What?" But he made it. You know, he didn't have any problems with it. But it's just so much time wasted. Yeah. It's because, wasted effort. And he's short; yeah. he's real Weird. short. So literally, it's that railroad tie son. comes <laughs> up to his almost <laughs> the railroad his, ties knee. At his knee. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> I took all the height. Yeah, you're so, <laughs> 6'8". Yeah. So, <laughs> six so that that was a big thing, Around. like in the match. That there those little things like that that you do. But yeah, that was a big thing on that stage. But. Oh, so I'll go to the Deltas on that stage. So on the second railroad tie, they had a, a a really cool activation system. It was a steel on the left, steel on the right. On the left-hand side, there was a swinger, then a max trap between both pieces of steel, and then an open paper on the farther section. You had a lot of options. So a lot of options. You could shoot left steel, right steel. You could shoot the back paper first, then the steel. And they, the max trap, which I love when they do this, the max trap left the head open, so you could not leave it. You had to shoot at it. So, no matter what your sequence was, you were gonna shoot that head or you were gonna wait for that max trap, depending on what you wanted to do. And unfortunately, on a beam with zero practice, the headshot was very stupid, right? Yeah. I don't think that was a very smart plan if somebody yeah. was gonna do it. None of, nobody, none of us did. And, yeah, none was... of us did. But depending on how aggressive you were, was where you won or lost that stage. Mm-hmm. So that stage had a – when you came up on the second beam, you would shoot the left steel, right steel – or right steel, left steel, open paper, max trap, swinger. Timed out perfectly. That was my system. That was the way I was going to do it. We had guys on our team that were more than capable, but when they saw someone else who shot it safe on our squad, for whatever reason, like three guys stayed there and shot that – Same way because they were the first three guys and and I actually remember talking to Jason, one of the guys on our team. It's he's a actually he won B class this week on uh carry optics. And another guy who just schedule just kills him with shooting, ammo's killing him, but uh he he just is a great shooter. Yeah. He could barely shoot and still kick ass. I hate him. Like he really doesn't have to he doesn't get a lot of practice and he's no, just true. a great Yeah, but Jason shooter. when he shot
1: that he immediately knew he was like, You know what, I had time, I yeah. should have shot it the other way. Yeah, we talked I, about it afterwards yeah, and he was like he was like, like, Dude, I, I, I just talked myself out of it. Yeah,
0: like He's yep. like, I talked myself out, and I was like, well, why?
3: Just, that's what comes with not shooting enough. Yeah. You know, you just get, you're, you're not so sure. He still, yeah. still shot a though. He still shot well. So, so you just constantly question yourself. And you're yeah. like, okay, well, if there is an easier path, let me do that because I haven't been practicing. Yeah. You lose your confidence. You yeah. see, I right? did my get conservative. Yeah.
2: I did yeah. my first walkthrough with uh, Craig McElhinney, uh Shooting Academy. Shooting Academy. <laughs> and so he's like, oh, I'm going to stand back here from the start. And do the steel. Well, that was our initial plan. Yeah. It was.
1: It was. Yes, that was our initial plan.
2: And so after when we got close, he, he was saying uh, that the videos that he saw from previous shooters from the day before, he was saying that people with the fast times are actually running up to the second position, because at first you usually think, oh, you're going to eliminate a position, a position, and save time. And you could have. You could have for yeah, sure. Yeah, you could have. Definitely but, viable plan. I mean, I but, think John Vlager was one of the guys that shot
1: that. In the back, yeah, like standing back, and he's oh, he shot from the back, yeah. So I'm, I'm sure how he did. I think he did pretty well, but I don't know. Yeah, he did what ten forward. yards he was high
0: overall. Well, yeah, but that does do he shoot yeah. an open
1: major? I mean, geez.
4: yeah, um, it, it added, what ten yards if you stayed back.
1: I'll, I'll look it up real quick. Go yeah. ahead. I'll it I spoke to Lager. I mean, he's always nice, and I asked yeah. him. Yeah,
2: but I mean, like was it was also it felt better getting up there because you're closer, you're right on it. Yeah, so you're gonna get you're gonna call <clears throat> better shots. Yep. Yeah and you'll be able to shoot faster
0: because like, yeah. from a farther distance yeah. you're going to have a slower cadence But Alright, so I, I got the scores right here and so the fastest time on that stage was me uh, 1045, but I had the two deltas with minor so that, that kind of crushed me and I, I, the reason I ended up with the two Deltas, was, and, and I was actually talking to the guys about this at, right after, because this is one of the things I do when I shoot is I immediately break down what I did. Not, not so much just bad. I, there's a lot of good things that I do. I'm like, yeah, I crushed that. I did. That. Oh, God, that Delta. When I stepped up on the second beam, I, was, I had my gun up. Everything was perfect, except for when I pulled the trigger. I was still standing up on the beam when I pulled the trigger on the steel for the activator. So and I moving. hit this thing, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So I had to shoot faster, and my body wasn't settled. So that's where the delta came in. On the, when Because I, I shot both activators, and I was still standing. I mean, it was just like, boom and i went to the far right and i i knew i hit it but I, and it and i'm pretty i wasn't sure if it was a delta or a charlie but at that point man you just got to go you know the hit's there you got to trust it cuz i've now i've got a max trap and a swinger there is no waiting anymore now you got to let it go and just trust that you're, you you hit what you called and because of the two deltas that cost me the uh, one of the people said they thought that i would have won the stage if i would i didn't i didn't go through the numbers i mean we literally just left the match and came here to do the podcast so but I was ten forty-five and I ran up. Uh, a couple guys, Dwayne Spires, John Vlager. So Vlager was 16:4, and one. The the guy who won it, Ian McPherson, which we shoot all the time with an open major guy. Uh, eleven fifteen was his time. He went seventeen yeah, he, and a four. He, up, he ran up. back. Yeah, he, ran, back. Up. Yeah, he, he went, up. ran. So I again, that's what's cool about that stage is it's you can do you can have, do both. Yeah. But I will tell you when we ran up, it was significantly more confidence when you yes. got to the yeah, next it I mean, was far bigger dude, the when Mac you got to that second right position I was like I don't even have to aim like I can yeah, rip this the popper this was thing. like a USPS ace that was my last goal. stage it was weird because it was just a visual like trick it wasn't any easier yeah. I mean the shit was still gonna it's be still hard you got all this the same activation yeah. and moving but it was like all of a sudden your confidence went from yeah and the best part is
2: like that being my last stage I mean I shot like shit today but whatever I was out with my friends yeah but as soon as I nailed that sequence Excuses. that we were talking about... <laughs> Dude, you killed that stage. I hear Tom in the background. Woo! <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm man. i like, oh, there's one more position. <laughs> but the, like... The fact that I nailed that sequence, I was happy with it. I'm like, yeah. I wish I shot like that the whole day. But you ended on a good note. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that's, you shot, that, that's you, the you, raffle we used to shoot. You shot,
1: I thought, very well today for someone who had so you, not shot in a while. Yeah, you yeah. didn't shoot bad at all. When you're shooting so much, it's, it's the consistency. Exactly. You weren't consistent, which is to be expected. Yeah. But right. You shot, I thought, pretty well.
0: Thank well. you. I would say the thing that hurt you the most today was your movement because you yeah. haven't done it. I mean, I mean, we do. It's dude.
2: weird, like picking up the gun and from a low ready, butt sock on belt, and then bring it up to your face. I'm like,
0: oh, what am I supposed to do? I that haven't, do, I haven't <laughs> done
3: that in a year. Why <laughs> isn't like, my
2: trigger working? That's, oh, yeah, so that's weird. <laughs> so I told the guys earlier, the buoy stage. I pick, I almost picked up the buoy without putting a mag yeah. in my gun. <laughs> we'll like, start dry. Oh yeah, I should probably put this on before. <laughs> oh,
0: did, your gun usually helps. Did you guys get a? Uh, like mud on your hands from the buoy. I did it when I first start, when I first picked it up. Oh man. And when I first picked up the buoy, I grabbed it like, just like I would any other rope, right? Like I don't, I grabbed the plastic part of the, buoy. so I grabbed it with my hand and I was like, oh shit. Okay. I drop it. I, and then I tried to pick it up with two fingers. I'm like, what are you doing? And then I just grabbed the ball. <laughs> I was like, you dumbass. Because it had like a big D-ring on it to where you could just grab the ball. And then I didn't have to worry about the rope or yeah, anything. You're to be all dainty. Like- yeah, I was like, well, I was trying to be like, all right, listen, taking- I don't need to hold this whole thing. I don't need to like manhandle it. And then I was like, what am I doing? So I just threw it on the ground carefully, making sure I didn't activate the the pad. Because if you do hit an activator while you're not shooting, you get a procedural. Like they can legitimately give you a procedural for activating that pad. If you are dry firing and you step on that pad while they're pasting after it's been reset, they can give you a procedural. So I always am conscious of those stupid penalties that you could get. Now, it's not stupid, but it's stupid for me to get one. Yeah. So I wipe my hand off and I pick that thing up by the, by the D ring. And, and that's what – so that to me, the other thing was is I wanted to just drop it. I didn't want to like have to lift it up and throw it down. I just wanted to drop it. My goal was to be getting the gun out anyway and running because it was just a run position for me. So I made sure I raised it up a little bit like towards my chest. So it had a lot of weight to it. Right. Mm. And then I just kind of looked at the pad and I didn't take my eye off that pad. I didn't care about where I was running. I already knew. And then, actually, I think I—I I don't know if the guys behind me because those. No, had,
4: I know where you're, where you're going, yeah. dude. You hit went from zero to hundred. Yeah, like it was, that it on was, that was one.
0: probably one of the fastest starts, uh, like to the beep, like a running start. That I mean, Derek Spain was your R.O. Yeah, yeah. on that one. So, do you know and what so, I said to him, dude? You know what I said to him? I look because I, I at that point I had a really bad stage, like two stages before that, and I—I I, everyone was just looking at me like you got this, bro. And I just turned the dial up to a thousand, right? Like after that, it, yeah. everybody knew.
1: Yeah. You crushed it. I'm coming. Like, I, was, right I was pissed.
0: Like I was really mad at myself. So on that he stage, was actually behind you. Like, yeah. You're right. Was he really? <laughs> he was upraged. That's not good. But I didn't see him. I couldn't see him. But oh, I, yeah, he was, he was like, So the really he cool part him. is Derek's a really, really good really good guy. He's got a couple of kids that he's bringing into the sport. Those kids are super – junior respe- program. Yeah, junior program. They They're cleaned super, up
4: today too. Yeah, they, they, yeah, dude,
0: those guys are going to be good shooters. The only thing that kills me about them is they didn't pick red dots. Like – their dad's teaching them right, teaching them iron sights. One shoots single stack, and one shoots limited. limited. I'm like, come That's on, man, give awesome. that kid an open gun, bro. Like, <laughs> let's don't these kids all get eight thousand dollar phones now? I don't even I don't have to know was, what a yeah, flip phone is. I was jealous is, right? that they won primers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so dude, he's an awesome guy. Like, yeah. he's he, and his his kids are really kick ass. So, but uh, I looked at Derek and I said, uh, "You ready to run, bro?" <laughs> and he just looked at me. He's like, "Yep." And I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go." And, and uh, on this specific stage. Actually, the couple of stages they had, they didn't have a placement for your hands with pistol. It said... Um so Tom, the so, Tom gamed it. Yeah, no, I didn't. I followed the rules. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why people call it gaming when it's just they didn't write it down. It's called paying yeah. attention yeah. to yeah. I think he would have made a great attorney. I would say, de- I probably would have. I cuss too much, I think. I don't cuss on here a lot, though. Uh, Your de- Honor. De- yeah. <laughs> He's a liar. With all due respect. <laughs> I mean, with all due respect. He's oh,
1: respect. But. He's an F. <laughs> no, no D- D- it would be bad. D- <laughs> D- it would be bad. The judge would be like, it's the other guy's turn to talk. No, it's my turn to talk.
0: I never stopped. My cousin Tom. Sidebar. <laughs> Did I ever stop talking? I don't remember. <laughs> so the, uh, this stage, you didn't have a hand position. So I started hovering the gun. And the shooter before me, the RO, had said no. So before I went up, because I didn't want any issues with like my mental stuff. I didn't want to have to like think about the conversation or argument. That's a big thing. Yeah, big thing. I went up to the RO, and I said, hey, man, I just want to make sure that we're good with this, because this is what it said. Um, and, and I think it was really cool. They actually offered... Pete, who's uh, doing his laundry and shopping right now <laughs> instead of here on the podcast um, and meal they, prepping they, and uh, meal prepping. Forgot, forgot about that. that. Yeah. They offered him a reshoot because after uh, I shot, they yeah. came back to him and said, Hey man, listen, we stopped you from doing so it the so way it you was, wanted. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I don't, I don't want to say that it was hundred percent, but I'm pretty sure. Cause I, I think Pete even said, no, nah, I'm good, man. Like it, it's no big deal. It wasn't a huge no, advantage just... to him or whatever. But um, so I hovered the gun and I don't know why, But when that timer went off, it just, I was shot out of a can. It was the craziest feeling because there's times when I shoot and I'm like, I'm hauling ass. Like I can feel it. Like it's like, there's so many times I'm like, man, I'm going so slow. I was like, holy shit. I'm already here. Like I'm already ready to shoot. And then I finished the stage, and the, I, I turned around and looked at the guys. And I was like, dude, did I leave, like, really fast on that? They were like, dude, you were gone, like, gone. You were – by the time the swinger started swinging, you were already in the shooting area. Yeah, and, and, the, and it was
4: a 10, 15-yard run, too, 10 or
0: 15-yard run. And I was like, I was like, um, okay. I, like, all right, let's rock and roll, baby. So it yeah, was I just – f- like. So, did he
1: want to be sprinting all day?
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, they had a couple. Well, those other guys. There's a couple guys. Bill's in really good shape. So, he lost a ton of weight, man. So, that that guy's lost a bunch of weight. He's he's in really good shape. But, yeah. Derek definitely was the sprinter. He was the guy who was going to chase the fast guys on that stage. Because, I mean, I don't think I saw any different stage plans. Did you guys? No. No. The only different stage plan on that stage yeah. was to run down the ramp. Go down the ramp or not? Or, or shoot yeah, through the. It's some basically guys not
1: into the port. Well, on the those ramp. guys were all it's, short. It's, are short. you
2: five eight or shorter or not? Yeah. Right. So, I showed him a spot to stand on the bad. ramp, where to eliminate a position because his walkthrough he showed me two positions on there. I'm like, why would you stop right here only to go also a couple steps forward and stop again. when you could stop at your second spot. And, and shoot all the way to the left because you're not going to break a 180. And then, of course, I shoot the. Uh, you
0: shot the white tram hard cover. So, what to... division do you shoot? PCC. What's your classification? A. What's your vision Do you shoot, Craig? PCC. What division? G. what your, yeah, you lied. <laughs> what's your classification? A. All right. So this is this. But frame, I'm also taller than him. So this is a good point. Six, These eight. guys are actually competing against each other, and they're keeping each other from having penalties. So that, yeah, this is I what was I mean. telling Rafael everything. But that's what yeah. I mean. That's I mean, I don't think people realize, like, I don't think a lot of people get to shoot with people like that. Yeah. yeah. Right? You don't want to like, win. Yeah. win like that either, though. You yeah, know? but you know what? I think people do. I well, think there's a lot of people. And I think the that's the part, part of it. There's of the a sport. lot of money
4: in the sport. And yeah. some people, there's a You stage know, they take nine. that the yeah. wrong way, unfortunately. Exactly.
0: Well, a lot of people
3: don't have anything in their life other than a trophy. It's true. That they can that they put true. on social media like, look what
1: I
0: did something. <laughs> it's more fun to shoot with your teammates. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Well, hey, people it's pretty awesome to turn around too. and tell somebody who won that they suck. I love. I just love that. Yeah. Like, I got a call to paper GM today.
4: Because you <laughs> are. How many doses did you have? Two. How many yeah. did I have? Who called
1: you? Who, oh, ha- uh, I, a, uh, who, what was your did total have? score? How many
0: Z- zero. You have? Z- zero. You had zero to, how many mics did you have? Two. What was your time, Ian? I don't. What was your overall
4: time? Time is, time is a relative it is. thing. 14. Time is relative.
0: The faster you go, time out. slows down. Oh it's called yeah. relativity. So my time was 1.1488.
3: I think I was one
4: thirty
0: one. But
3: that's relative. Like so just sixteen <laughs> seconds. Yeah, GM C. Just point, two seconds of stage. And time, so the only
4: time classification And you know what that is? That's a racket around.
0: The only time a classification in time matters is if you're not winning. If you're the guy that won it, yeah. then they don't, it don't matter. matter. Yeah. <laughs> Who gives shit, man? So just remember that. All right, so the the king of shit talk right here, I'm going to give you a tip. Is you. If you beat your buddy in time, but he beat you on the stage, it doesn't matter. He was slower than you. If you beat him in score, time doesn't matter because you beat him in the sto- stage. This is, this that's is
4: all, true. That's this all is that matters. And if your power factor is higher on a chrono stage, you
0: also win. Yes, that's true. If you're king of chrono, you win the match. <laughs> Dude, you don't even have to have a classification, right? right? It might as well be like minor plus. <laughs>
5: And it, it, it's you lose PCC. That's awesome.
3: If you lose the whole match, but you beat him on one stage, you are the stage nine state champ. Dude,
0: we already have a stage champ. Stage oh, nine right. state champ, dude. He gets got, a quarter so of the, this trophy. Is the second We may as well mention that again.
1: Why don't we just <laughs> let's readdress that? Let's just readdress. I beat Tom one, I think, on a couple stages. We can, you know. And
2: All if you right. DQ before your friend does, like at least I get to relax while you shoot, loser. <laughs> That's
0: awesome. All right, <laughs> so stage one. So I think we talked about everything on stage one. So stage two was the hammock stage we kind of got into that stage a little bit um railroad ties we talked about all right so the wheelchair stage mm. i actually thought this stage was not going to be that much fun i really didn't think that was going to be a good because it was a hoser stage right and I, yeah and I, at this point i know i can hose the stages but i really want to i want to kind of like get away from being you know hosing i'm trying to get into those more difficult stages and, and stuff like that but um, you could make but the thing
1: even with those difficult. stages you can make those I'm
3: trying to get the mouse off the screen.
1: as difficult or as yeah. easy as pot, like you you move, you moved on the paper on the back when you took off you moved on the paper and the 3c on the paper you know so you could stand there and shoot that or move on it and therefore it becomes a more difficult stage stage right well you but know.
0: it was more or less when I walked that stage when I walked that stage I was yeah. They had it. We didn't have the uh, WSBs down. There was no WSBs when we got there. Yeah, we, we, so we got there after the first day. We didn't have a wheelchair or nothing. Yeah, everything was put away. We were preparing. They were preparing for a big rain, which came that night. Uh, it, It stormed really good. Um, So they had everything put away. Uh, Everything was bagged, wasn't it? I don't remember. Yeah, it was bagged. So like a lot of the steel was down. uh, Swingers were activated. Like they were just standing up so you could kind of see what they were going to do, but you didn't know where, you know, they were even hiding or any of that. So so on that stage, we talked a little bit about when we walked that stage, we thought that you were going to start in the front and that was a super hoser stage if you started in the front but it had some really odd odd backup stuff like it was a lot of like weird lean stuff or you would have had to run to the far back right corner compared to running to the left it was just a totally different stage depending on where you started so it ends up today we get there and we kind of had a basic idea that if we started in the back we were gonna run from left to right if we started in the front we were gonna end up having to go to the right and and then back to the left and all this other stuff to, to do the different stage plans and we started in the back, but you had to sit in a wheelchair. So you sat in a wheelchair and and that was another thing about Gary, uh, with the doc. Well, Gary doc, Wel- was that he was in a wheelchair at the end. And I think that's one of the things that they brought up was that he was in a wheelchair. I think they even did it today in the safe brief, right? Like mm-hmm. at the beginning of talking about him yeah. and he ended up in a wheelchair confined to a wheelchair. And uh, I always keep that wheelchair because of him. Like he, he, he just, you know, he's restrained to it and it just became his life at the end, you know? Mm-hmm. So. They always put that in the match, and so you got, you would have to sit down, knees on the – your hands on your knees, and you sat in the, sat in the chair, gun-loaded, holstered, and then the – but you could move that wheelchair anywhere. Because of the wheelchair, it made that stage a lot more difficult because you couldn't just hose it now. Now you had to actually get up, draw your gun, and then go on to three pieces of small steel that were probably, what, 18, 19 yards? Between. Yeah. You know, they, they stretched it out as much as they could there for the range and you started on that steel so your choice was to move and shoot on the steel or stand and shoot on the steel but every step you took the first piece of steel disappeared more and more and it wasn't and the a paper lot. was about 20 yards yeah 20 yards and that paper started to disappear yeah. as well so that was actually where i got one of my mics uh it was on the back left paper uh on the move i called a great shot and it it, it wasn't there so I, I I need to practice that a little bit, but and then you ran forward and they had this really cool lean. Like you could get it if you didn't like lean forward and fall forward. You could have just like, but it would have taken you a good three yeah. seconds to set up for it.
1: Yeah, if you aimed through the, the wall, netting, yeah, the netting, you're fine. And then as that opened up Soon and you cleared, launched too, you were fine. If yeah. you aimed.
0: When it was open, you were done. It You're was done. Be, you were done. So we had a couple guys get procedurals on that stage because of the toe.
4: Yeah, they they landed on the backside of the, or so the front of So what they did
0: the. is they when they set up for the lean, they didn't lean – They didn't have their foot far enough back on the fault line, so they basically took the middle of their foot and set it on the fault line. And when you do the lean from there, you might get more distance doing that, but your your toe touches every time. We had one guy, John, who did it, and he looked like a ballerina, like straight up. He had his arm out. I mean, it was just like the craziest. His right
1: foot hits the wood, and his left foot just –
0: comes up like a, a pirouette <laughs> so show the camera that one what's the pirouette what does he yeah. do I was like and this is not an exaggeration guys like literally I'm watching him I, I'm loading my magazines and I turn I'm like, I had to like awesome. I don't I am like did I just see a ballerina curtsy? What the I told hell the I that? go
1: that should even out. You should like take away the procedure <laughs> yeah,
0: for that. You know? For that. You can either do but, that or you get yeah. a procedure beautiful form. Yeah. So he so he get in the there's a couple guys on our squad that got procedurals on that exact same position. It it just it killed him. But yeah. So then they went in and um so we shot that stage. I had one of my mics, but that stage was really ended up being a pretty cool stage because it was about entering with accuracy. So I thought that was cool because one of the things that I used to do was I would sacrifice hits over time, no matter what. I would always worry about that super ridiculously fast time. And now I've learned to, all right, if I take 0.10 longer, I'm going to have all alphas on eight shots, but I'm 0.10 slower. So now I'm like, all right, it's worth the 0.10 slower because I would end up with Three or four Charlies on targets at seven or eight yards—that's just outrageous. You You're can't just have
4: blowing it blowing through, sweeping them. Yeah. What springs
1: up another point? Like, there's a lot of guys, even our on our squad, like they were just shooting at brown. Yep. You know, instead of just really, it costs you no
0: more time to shoot the alpha than it does just shoot at brown. If you shoot so, a pistol of any kind, maybe an open gun can get away with this. You have to stop shooting one sight picture period. You're not going to be consistent with one sight picture. So what I mean by one sight picture is guys will do, and and my teammates do it all the time. It drives me crazy. One sight picture, when you draw your gun and you put your dot on the paper and you're like, there it is, and then you go wham, wham, and you don't even see the second dot. You don't even see your sight the second time. You cannot. Now, PCC, you can get away with that a lot, but your fundamentals still have to be a mate. You still have to pull that gun in Mm -hmm. because if you don't, I guarantee you that gun's going up it is it, it and the more the lighter the front of that gun is the more it goes up yeah right I know everybody loves their light guns but you know my gun's not light n- no your gun <laughs> it's physics it, but you put all the weight in the back it's supposed to be in the put all that weight on the front of the barrel dude you wouldn't be able to hold that up for nothing yeah, <laughs> so yeah, Craig, you, we were getting some more curls man heavy, uh. so Craig yeah, adds weight on it. everybody in the world is trying to lighten their PCC but Craig Craig adds But I beat Tom weight. on stage nine consistently, so
1: <laughs> that weight has helped. <laughs> helps him in his mind. Yeah, he helps you take that weight for one stages. stage out of twelve every time. Yeah, you, I'll,
0: I'll take it. <laughs> did, did you win stage nine today? Yes. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't it even was a stage his, nine. Yeah. It, was yeah. it was in his car. Is in his car. Well, he certainly didn't win because he was the last one to the damn podcast. That's for sure. Oh, well, it's just it drives like a grandma. <laughs> old lady. All right, guys. So uh, the wheelchair stage was good, but I, I noticed there was a lot of procedurals on that stage for sure. Like that it, was was te- kind of it, was,
3: it was kind of
4: technical stage, all I things think considered. The har-
0: I think the lean it was just so tight. Was, it was one of those things that if you had a trigger freeze oh, yeah, or you didn't lean properly, you didn't pull the trigger. And that, dude, that's one of the things that I love about some of the drills that I've been making is I've been working on yeah. shooting immediately when you get past the wall. So like a lot of the guys that have been shooting like Craig and a couple of the guys that have been shooting and doing a lot, watching a lot of the videos that was, they were like, dude, this is the, the, the controlled lean video. This yeah. you talked about this before. And I'm like, "Yep, yeah, this is the control lean, dude. Like I make all my videos for practical use. I don't make videos to make videos. I'm making videos on things that are going on in stages. And that's one of the things, like a lot of times guys, like in my insider circle that are master members, they send me videos uh, for me to break down every single month. And in those videos, when I talk over them, after I talk over the video, I send them the link to the video of what that they need session. to work on. Yeah. And that's been a big, the, a lot of feedback from guys like, mm-hmm. dude, I can't believe you just sent me the link to what I suck at. This is awesome. I don't even have to like go search for this. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is, you, you, it's all in there. Yeah. It's a library. You just gotta go. It's a library. Yeah, you Just gotta go check all it all out, in, man. I think so. Um, what I've learned
1: with shooting the stages is that Uh, and that's wheelchair stage is a perfect example is that there's a key to the stage. Like there's, you know, every stage, there's some kind of a key where you could choose to not do it and you're not going to do as well, or you can choose to perform it and execute it. That one was, there was two of them was moving on the paper taking the steel and taking that step like you did because I watched you shoot it because you took, you took steel, steel, and then a third steel, you took the step, and then you moved on the paper, and then the lean. So those were the two keys to that stage. There was other keys to other stages, but once you start getting experience, you can see in that, then you can know, hey, I, I can do this, do this, do that, and if you know and recognize those, you know that those are the things you need to work on because uh, right. everything else was really like hoser. If, you're not, if you don't aim at brown you just aim at A zones, 80% of that stage, you're awesome. But those two keys were it the biggest part of the stage.
4: It separates, yeah. you know, the top
1: guys and from those that are. Really, the huge thing I've noticed in the past year uh, uh, of getting better and being involved with the shooters, the insider circle. So, uh,
0: I, I mean, I, I think that is something that people don't pay attention to a lot in this sport. Is we do the same thing over and over and yeah. over and over again. The difference is, is how they disguise it. Mm-hmm. So look at all the stages we shot today. Every single thing was exactly the same.
1: Yeah. You're shooting in a paper and a port or you're shooting at a steel. You're moving. I mean, they, all the stages all had the some of the same the, things. Yes, yes, they
0: disguise yes. it differently. Yeah. So if you can do w- really well on one stage, yeah. why aren't you doing those? Cause you're not yeah. recognizing Correct. it. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what it is. That's the biggest thing is people aren't recognizing and then that. Oh my God, we just did this on stage four and I just crushed it. Now yeah. I'm going to go to stage five and I'm like, what do we do guys like it's like what you yeah. did over you there just did you just did it <laughs> yeah you just you know. did the same damn thing and that that's the hardest part. and that's where the consistent that's where the levels of shooters come from yeah that's where the consistency comes from right like and you guys know how i am i'm big on consistency i'm like just repeat this and focus on the repeating of this mm-hmm. instead of trying to change everything Just clean this up. Okay, wait, okay, we got that fixed. Now go to the next and the next. You can't try to be an overall shooter and fix everything at once. It's one thing at a time, but it sucks. It's boring. It's not fun to go out there and bang on steel for three hours straight. But that was huge. It's huge. But like if you suck at steel and you suck at moving on steel, then guess what your practice should be? Moving Moving on on steel. steel. If your draw is bad, what are you moving practicing? Steel. Yeah, moving on oh, still, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, even, mean, but even guys that, that are, you know, that, that watch their own match videos and, and stage videos, like, they pick out the, the what you think would be the key to those stages, and if you didn't do them correctly, those are the things you should probably be working on. You know, that's
3: what should be the key. Absolutely, and you see so many people that... They only want to practice what they're good at because it feels good. And mm-hmm. they get, it's fun. Yeah, they get a good accomplishment. They feel like their the practice was Great good. Point.
4: I remember but, one of those practices yeah. that we did where we had the the Great bobbers point. and like the four steel, and it was like you were like you didn't say anything to me, and you're like just shoot it. It's like okay, I shot at some, and he was like, why don't you do this, this, and this? And by the end of that night, right, it was engaging eight pieces of steel before either bobber came up. But when I showed up, yeah, and I was waiting on the boppers. When I showed up that night, I was like, I'm going to shoot these four, and then I'm going to shoot these four because there's not enough time there, right? Right. We're our own limiting factors.
2: That's all it is. What about practicing like awkward start positions, like some of the ones that we've seen? But then again, you're not really going to see... Is, yeah, Doc Wilt is, yeah, yeah. is an entity of, in and of its own. If that's you get a matchbook it. and it's
4: like, well, I've never seen that before, you know, you go put but 10 I mean, minutes on it. Exactly. But, but you do I mean, it the night at Nationals, before.
2: you'd see, like, starting with a knee on the ground, like on the low port or stuff like that. That's usually it, the Open.
3: Florida Open. Florida open, open. very technical, yeah. yeah. Where that's where they like to have, like, all the superhero
2: stuff where it's, like, whole cans. We're
0: going to miss that Matt. That's going to be a match. What about the PCC Nationals
2: we shot with all the low ports and... Ping, I ping. love those low
0: low, low ports. Ping were ping, awesome. uh, yeah, when you're five four. Well, I'm sorry. That was PCC nets, dude, in Florida. Yeah, 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 yeah those low ports PCC were great. Nets, yeah, was perfect. Well, now when I mean, you're six eight.
4: So, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, we had that one stage today with the low port, right? Craig squatted. Um, I attempted to squat, but because I am probably six eight inches taller than you right. i had a hard time with it and then raf when <laughs> i laid he down laid down and was i didn't want to get up
0: <laughs> now the shooting part yeah he he had his come lift him up yeah i almost fell on my face on that stage yeah but i'm flexible. when you, you, got, got, up, up, you got up yeah yeah he he slipped there's, there's an no
1: traction but there's a way that i shot that Creed's. like
0: you know and then we're gonna and then a lot the guys lay down um i had no choice i i, tr- I i'm a pretty flexible big tall guy I'm 6'2", almost 6'3", and I I can, as unflexible as I think I am, when I have to shoot, I don't care if it hurts, what it feels like, I just do it. it. And I got down there for just a couple practice runs, and I was basically shooting the gun upside down. And I was like, I know what's going to happen when I'm trying to go fast here. I'm going to end up trying to lift the gun up, and it's going to be behind the wall where I can't see it.
4: Yeah, because they had the no-shoot. So some of the
0: push. low ports, like some of the things I've seen for low ports is uh, if you have a really, really low port, what you can actually do is actually, especially if it's a see-through wall, you can actually bring your gun up on the other side of the wall and look through the port and, and use your sights. So your gun, your arm's almost touching the wall. And you're seeing your sights on the other side of the netting. It's not easy. It's not, it's not something that's normal, obviously, but it can save you a lot of time and it can save you some, it can really get you accuracy. The problem is, is you just have it depends on what the wall is. It's well, all dependent well, on the Well, the city, one
1: thing that we on. worked on uh, Thursday. Uh, yeah, we did practice that Thursday. You showed me exactly so yeah. you showed me with the PCC to lean down, almost I, flip it
0: upside down, turn sideways, the optics yeah.
1: sideways, and that's exactly what I did. And so when you turn the optics sideways. You know, my, my optic is on the right side of the steel, the right side of the A zone and and so once I did that, I was able to zoom all the way across and, and uh and that helped. Because I, I wouldn't have done that, you know, any other way. So. Yeah, that was
0: you shot that stage. Did you ever reshoot on that stage or no? Yeah,
1: and I ripped it. So you r-
0: rushed the first one. Yeah, and, and I mean, oh, the timer didn't yeah, pick up. He, yeah, no, it yeah. did. It, it picked, picked up, up everybody else's uh, too. It picked up the, was, the bay yeah. next to so, it. So this bay, this range has uh, side side uh, railroad ties for walls, so you can't shoot through them. The problem with railroad ties is sound bounces off of them so we use the commander timers well they use the commander timers which i love i use them all the time that's my I, that is my yeah, go-to awesome. timer uh they use the commander timers well w- sometimes they do steel challenge matches there and they have to turn them up for the uh, 22s. 22s and i think that one was turned up because the first thing i said to the ro is i was like you need to check the sensitivity on it because that was the good i think it was uh dan callahan was the ro yeah uh, it was awesome to see an RO actually look at the timer
1: and knew after, right away. while
0: the shooter was shooting. And he like, knew immediately when I was done. Instead of just assuming that the time was yeah. 2536 <laughs> yeah. instead of yeah. 13 seconds, he was like, whoa, I had 13 on here. I could
2: have used him getting that
0: 2536. So, but here was the other thing. <laughs> and, and here's another big thing about what Dan did that I, I really appreciated as an RO he had a time of 13 seconds in his hand that he thought he saw, but he wasn't 100% sure. So instead of – because because at that point, when he went back to the timer, it was 25 or 26 yeah, seconds. Yeah, it was a time. <clears throat> so when he went back, he wasn't quite sure if it was the 13 or 13 plus, whatever it was, or, or less than 13, because Craig had some makeup shots on the first run. He wasn't 100% sure. So he immediately said – I can't make the decision whether it's this or not. I think he called Mike over, right? Yeah. Did he? Okay. So they called, called the Rangemaster. Rangemaster came over and he goes, "Are you? do you know what the time was for sure? And he goes, I'm not 100% sure. So right away, everybody was like, everybody, let's just agree on a reshoot. So Craig goes up. He's like, I want to shoot it now. I, did you just have another mag already ready?
1: No, I used the same mag. It was just a big old 50-something round oh Yeah, just, yeah. Like scallop, so there you go. It, it was an It was He had to use it he as, he a as a tripod. He like, I, I heard these <laughs> dumbasses like, <laughs> I'm about to, oh, he's going to use it as a tripod. I'm like, you know, I'm trying to <laughs> trying to think about the mag. He's going to use it as a
0: tripod. Why, like, why are you listening to us?
2: Because I can't help like, his oh, zone. Here, man. <laughs> get in the zone.
0: I thought he was, <laughs> he was in the end zone, yeah, he no Zen zone, but I guess not. Yeah, he's the Zen zone, He doesn't have the Tim Nolan. Nolan. Yeah, he doesn't have the Tim Nolan Zen look, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so it takes a lot of practice
3: I, to get that. <laughs>
5: and
0: then the a second one was 12.5. Yeah, so practice. So, so then Craig reshoots it, and it's 12.58 or something yeah, like that. 12.54 or something like that. So he saves a half a second on the second run. I ripped it again. I ripped. I mean, it was good. it. But I just thought it was interesting that we brought that up about the RO, because I just think that's something that – we lose a lot of in this sport is it's an, I don't want to say it's an integrity issue. Cause it's not, it's no. a lazy issue, right? Yeah. We like ROs just don't know that, but the ROs of this match are awesome. They're I mean, great. Zero yeah, they're complaint. Yeah, there's no, awesome. no issues there, but it's just, awesome. but we're talking everywhere, not just here. Right. Yeah, there's a true. lot of issues yeah. with PCC, especially like the Da Vinci's are not a super loud gun, but it's usually pretty good on timer wise. Right. You can, they, yeah. they pick them up pretty well. There's not one of those. It's not like some of these suppressed, uh, PCCs that I hear, I'm like, God, I don't. Even, you can't believe you can even get any time off of those mm-hmm. things. They're so, they're so quiet. But well, then the RO has to be right up your butt, right? Yeah, and that was another thing. down, just bump into the R.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was a stage that you did not want to be on top of somebody as an RO because yeah, they could have gone to the right, they could have mm-hmm. went to the left. I mean, they could have That was a a you think about. That was a right? great
1: stage because you could have shot that. Like when we first planned that. Yeah, we've planned we planned that running, not we to running. lay down at all. Yeah, we we're running. Yeah, or you could have like uh, Dwayne Spires said you know put your hands up there and then shoot your leg out and then lay down so a lot of guys lay down on their left side that's what I did I chose yeah. to lay down you know to not to go to one knee and sh- so you had there was three or four different options on that uh, You'd that was it. a great save, Michael. Uh, like Mike G. Yeah, dude, Mike G.
0: Straight up Vietnam <laughs> yeah, veteran yeah, uh, sniper rifled it, like on yeah, um, the belly. And his then, bones like, were
1: clicking and cracking. Yeah. I, I got
0: to get a. Vi- I have to share that video. I hope we. I hope we videoed him, but he did repositioning elbow his elbows. Shu- <laughs> like he did these elbow <laughs> shuffles. Like so, again, this is the guy who's in like really good shape. So he's <laughs> down on the ground. He's whatever he other perfect. late '60s guy yeah. person he, wants to be. He's got his PCC up, and he's taking his elbows, and he's like crawling left. Yeah. He's like, awesome. double shifting. with. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell is I he know. doing? Do all barrel, barrel rolls. rolls? Uh, yeah, that's the only thing yeah. we were missing was the straight-up <laughs> Mike G barrel oh. roll. Like, it was aw- – I'm like – and I looked at him afterwards. I was like, bro, you wanted to do that so you could practice the elbow shuffle, yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. you? And he just started – he's looking at me like, yeah, man, I know how to do that. I'm like, that is – like, that just looked – painful yeah yeah. right like looked, but he's done that before you could like he definitely knew how to shoot like that like he was a beast but uh yeah that stage was uh that was a fun stage it was a great stage i think the worst thing about that stage for me though was that it was our second stage yeah and our first stage we swung off of a rope
1: yeah, this one, it, it was, t- yeah—the weird. It was so tough. I never yeah. got
0: a chance to find out what the hell
1: I was shooting like.
0: Like yeah. we had all these weird yeah. starts. Yeah, like I, weird I literally yeah. started I with my gun on a it barrel on the first tough. stage, swung off yeah. of a rope, ran over, grabbed some grab it then on the next stage, I have my gun on a barrel. I have to pick it up again. There's no warm up. But now I'm squatted down on my knees, touching an eagle, like completely struggling. I was gonna out. say
2: there wasn't any normal starts. No, no, like, no but that's there what's was. fun about no, the no, match. No, so no, there was, you know.
0: there was, but just not. Oh, for the, the first. railroad tie yeah. one, yeah. Just yeah. the first two starts were were like we didn't even get yeah. a chance to sit like warm up. Like there was, there's no warm up bays at this range. So, like, you're basically shooting this thing cold, and you're like, "All right, cool. I'm going to lay down on my side that I never practice, <laughs> and I'm going to try to shoot steel, 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 paper, 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 paper. Stand up, run backwards out, breaking my neck, and get all alphas." So it was like, it was like 16 shots wait, wait. on yeah. the ground.
1: So, was there ever a spot in PCC where you were starting with your rifle on the, your your the buttstock on belt, your hands on the gun? Well, I don't not think one, that, one, No, one, no one. not yeah. one. There's like one on the, the that's really, Yeah, I the anchor was. start.
0: Where? I guess it was completely odd then. Yeah, yeah. it was. There, there was, was not none. one. Yeah, not I th- one. I, well, you know what? I got, it. dude. The two stages that I had my the real draws, I hovered the gun because mm-hmm. it was yeah. they didn't have it on the thing. Is hands below belt? So yeah. So I guess I didn't think. I don't think I had. There's one not one normal, normal start. Draw. Yeah, because <laughs> that, that one stage, a whole different uh, level. No
3: hand position stated. Yeah.
2: So there was one stage where you you start at the port. You have to have for, yes. uh, for pistol shooters. It's both hands on the port uh pcc you could have your gun touching the right or left side port and your weak hand touching but you were shouldered so i had yeah so i had a shoulder normal.
0: yeah
2: and so i guess and i told you I, that i didn't <laughs> realize that's <laughs> where i you about
1: Raphael's shoulder you don't put it in your <laughs> yeah. i
2: didn't realize how deep i was into the port and so when i had that jam that like 15 oh, second right. jam, yeah.
0: the shell key seconds it was probably 15 seconds it was a so long 20 no. i'm thinking he's gonna go yeah. less than that yeah. no. he, he had a five somebody? second five second what did i lose by Uh 57
2: yeah, yeah, yeah i,
1: I would have ran that in five seconds yeah. so what, what i think
2: <laughs> what i think happened was the shell casing bounced off the port back in yeah so it just jammed up the gun. Dude, I was like,
1: "Oh no!" When I saw it jammed, I was like, "Oh god, Raphael, what the
2: and heck? And so I was just like, "All ah, right, that sucks." But I mean, I just pushed through it, and, and the, the whole rest of the stage, it was you, about, you destroyed it. Was about
4: it. ten, 10 Raph was ten seconds slower than both uh,
0: Craig and I. So me, about right, twenty-five seconds, like he said the first time. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah <definitely.
3: laughs> when his overall
0: stage time was twenty-four <laughs> seconds, that was awesome. So that's awesome.
3: Sounds about right. He had negative one second on that stage.
0: So that was, that it. stage that stage that we're talking about with the ports that was stage seven I think of the match yeah, right so mm-hmm. so stage six was the one with the wheelchair and I shot that really well uh, I get to stage seven and I'm gonna shoot it a little bit <laughs> different than everybody else I'm gonna back up and off the port instead of shooting things through the port like everybody else and I missed my spot on the draw I backed up too far ended up having to make up a shot which obviously you know screws up your flow but I start backing up. And I shoot the second target. I get into the third target, and I realize that I have a mic. So I go to shoot the shot, and the gun doesn't go off. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll rack it. So I rack the round. What the heck happened there? And I shoot the next round to clean it up. Well, now my flow is all screwed up. So I slide back to the next two targets, but I'm not where I'm supposed to be. So now I have to move and shoot on steel, and on my last piece of steel, I have to shoot the, it activates a swinger. So you have to shoot that on the move to get to the swinger. It was kind of hidden on the right. I slide my foot and I and I only focus on my footwork when I'm moving and shooting on steel. I don't care about the aiming part because I already know what that is. And I'm they were big.
1: They were pretty big poppers.
0: Giant yeah. poppers, dude. Yeah. Like stuff that... I could close my eyes and hit that Especially thing. Especially from our uh, weekend of shooting. Oh my right. gosh! The only thing on that sucked about that stage, I bet you it was terrible as a PCC shooter. Was the right to left on that it was such a awkward. Yeah, it was a weird shot. Like push to the right, like, but it, it wasn't like, like we so did that far. on Friday. I know. So I know. it wasn't. Or but it forced you so hard to your right, like yeah. you wanted to go left, but it made you want to go forward. It was a really odd position. It just never felt comfortable when I was walking it. But when I, I figured it out as, as I got there on my walkthrough on the second time before I shot it, I'm like, all right, as long as I'm back here and I'm off the fault line, I'm good. Well, when I screwed, when the gun jammed and it threw me off of where I was supposed to be, I, as I come to the last piece of steel, I hit the fault line and it threw my gun left. I mean, I, I could feel, I felt, I remember this like it, I was, like I'm still standing here, or like I'm on the stage right now. I felt my foot hit the fault line and it drug me left. When it drug me left, I was supposed to be shooting and moving at the same time. When I did that, it threw me past the position. You had to come back. I had to come all the way back to the position and shoot it again. So I shoot it, shoot the swinger, run to the left, shoot two shots, I'm out of bullets. I've got to do a standing reload because of all the makeup shots that I had to do with every, all the racking rounds. Because yeah. I only had, what, two And I think two I beat rounds?
1: you on that stage.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure the RO didn't get the last second on yours. So. <laughs> I beat you too. <laughs> yeah, I always got to lose a stage to these guys to make them uh, feel good about beating me. I guess I think I half know. the time you Tom's Keeps time is so,
2: questionable, so, I, uh, I just pretty much assumed that the RO didn't pick up his last <laughs> shot. Exactly. So. If
0: the pad says time looks suspicious, it's the RO's fault. Definitely that I couldn't have done it. Remember that state the state <laughs> match. Remember that? Well, yeah. yeah. But uh so actually Ian, you brought up a really good point, dude, about it, it does it, it does keep me hungry. Yeah. Like man. if I lose a stage, I, I don't care who I lose a stage to if I don't and, and I've learned not to win that winning stages doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. But if I know that I didn't perform well, like seriously, could you guys tell the difference after that stage what I shot like? Like did you see it? Oh Do you, you turned it you was you Flip the switch, dude. It's weird, though, because I didn't change the way I shot. It was like my level of focus was like, it's on. Like, And and I, and I it's funny because what did I say to you, Craig? Didn't I say I'm not going to make up that last stage at all? I don't care. I'm just going to go do what I do. Yep. And it was like, it. I think I focused a lot more on execution at that point than it was about anything else. Because I'm learning that I'm already fast. And that's been the hardest thing. Well, Tim, dude, Tim's been shooting me for over two years now. That's been the biggest thing since you've been gone, dude, that you haven't seen. Like, Tim will tell you when I used to shoot, I would come off the stage and be like, dude, I was slow. That's terrible.
3: The funniest thing I used to love was when you would come off and you'd hear the RO go, okay, Alpha Charlie, Alpha Charlie. And you would lose your mind. <laughs> Absolutely lose his mind. Yeah. No way. I stopped going there. There's no way. And then you'd come off. And we'd read the score and be like, you had two Charlies on the whole stage Yeah, what, and, and what he means by about?
0: that is I'm not questioning the RO's call and want to go back and pull the target yeah, and... Oh, God Do <laughs> not get that started This dude, the is deadly Dude, they, this
1: hater. for everywhere. the record for the record Tom had about 20 overlays ah,
5: <laughs> on this funny.
0: match we'll be I, at we'll a practice two, though. I did have two it's the first time I've had two in a long time so just add another zero and there you
1: go
2: <laughs>
0: we'll be at a but, practice night and uh, he'll
2: be in the parking yeah, lot we're trying overlaying. to arbitrate for an hour <laughs> like, I, got, I got this timer set I know I got an hour I we don't, don't have, have a range master sir this is a, <laughs> this is a
0: weekly local practice sir go to Wendy's get out here. All right, so I got, I got to clarify <laughs> yeah. what, what Tim said though, because the biggest thing with that was like, I, I, I and I still catch myself doing it. I will walk off stages and I will be like, oh my God, that was terrible. Like, that was 50 50. I shot, it was a 20 round stage. I shot 10 Alphas, 10 Charlies. That was terrible. It was absolute garbage. Like, I, I can't believe, I just, my accuracy sucks. I, I, you know, my movement, I was just shooting way too fast. I wasn't paying attention to what I'm supposed to be doing. And then I walk off and, and Tim's like, hey, dumbass. You have three Charlies. Yeah. I'm like, whatever, man. It still was terrible. Right? Well, yeah. like, the
1: example today was, yeah. uh, I'm not. You know, you, you were like, oh, I'm one. You, you had a mic and you're like, man. I, you looked up stuff and you're like, I'm an entire hit factor above this other guy. Right.
0: Yeah, that, so, they, you know what? But that's the difference. Like, that's what's changed in my mindset. Is the mistakes aren't death anymore. Right. Like, it's like, not it's the I, end of the world. It's not the end of the world. I can. There, there's no making that up anyway.
1: Yeah. Right. Like, there's no. Ma- like, and chances are that right? is not going to end your match. No. And it, and it no. didn't at
0: all. Actually, no. it, it actually no. was a victory on that stage that I didn't think I actually got mm-hmm. because. But then I, was, I, but then I look at the rest of the stage and I'm like, that was the victory. Right. The victory was at that part of the stage. Wasn't there. It was forward. It was where I got it over there because I made it up in other areas. Right. So, like, even though I pushed that hard, I made it up in efficiency because I did push that hard. Right So that was the difference on that stage for me. I was just like, "Wow, I can't believe like, I actually did good on that
4: you know the, the whole where, like if you win a stage thing, I want to flip the coin there though, like for me who's trying to you know improve and chase people right? I remember there was one local match uh, Sunday it was a Sunday whack match right, and I mean in John Arenas, and you know a couple yeah. gms there you, you were there and, and my call was my r o and i he, I got done just blowing through stuff on the move, right? And it was a new skill, relatively. And Mike was like, that is the best I've ever seen you shoot. And I actually won that stage high overall. And what it does is it validates you have the potential. Yeah. The hard part is the consistency that you yeah. drive, right? Being able to do that stage after stage, it doesn't matter if you win one stage. It's can you get top three, yeah. top five, every stage. That's how you win a match.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I think that's the biggest thing, though, is – and especially as a newer shooter or as you're working your way up, even as a master, right? Like most masters are pretty consistent. The problem is, is guys don't look at it that way. You got to look at it as a positive thing. Like if you have the, you have the ability to win a stage, you have the ability to be consistent. Yeah. You, winning stages is not luck. Like no, except for Craig. It's not. <laughs> lucky. No, seriously. Like it's not lucky. Like if, mm-hmm. and, and as much as me and Craig talk trash about that stage, he crushed that. I had a mic on that stage. That stage nine of Florida State Open or the Open. Was it Open? Or, I, I can't think it was the Florida it was, state it was both. It was no, actually yeah, all okay, three. All right. The national, The stage of Florida State. <laughs> <was a laughs> state the Every program. level two he's ever shot. It was so, the trifecta. So the one we're going to make talk, sure we you know, yeah, get that yeah. out. The one we're talking about is the state championship. Actually, because that was one where you get Yeah, the, I destroyed the, that yeah. stage. So he that crushes place. that stage. I shot a mic. Right? And I walked over and I, count, I, at the end of the match, we were both talking about, and, and again, as much trash as we talk, we were very supportive of each other. I walked over and I said, dude, I just put the mic and put an A that I had and you still beat me. Yeah. That's how good, I mean, he beat a lot of great shooters. I think I think second on that,
1: on that stage. Second you were one. high overall in PCC. until Yeah, and then Arena's. I John John was, cheats. He shoots yeah, open. Yeah, so, so and in.
0: he's only a little bit good. Like, just, he's
1: awesome. Like just a pitch. little bit
0: good. Like maybe good, but just a little bit good. Like so, John Reese is one of the open guys that we shoot with down here. That's a badass. I, he's an awesome guy. Him and his wife are awesome. He shoots with a cowboy hat. If you don't know who he is, uh, make sure you follow him. He's a really cool so dude. So
1: something Ian was saying, like you know, going back on that, like it's not about having the ability, but also, can you screw up in a stage and treat it like it didn't happen? and Still perform on the next one and the next one and the next one because chances moment. are that did not ruin it. But a lot of guys are like, oh, How many times have we heard, it? oh, my match is done, my match is done, <laughs> dude. Today, here six last year.
0: Today, how many guys walked up to us and was like, This match is over for me? I had a procedural It's here. a I negative.
1: Should... The, the first thing you hear, like, I, I'm not gonna mention the name, but you're hey, how's it going? I did bop, 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 bop. <laughs> crap. stop talking about all the negative crap. <laughs> all they talked about, yeah. they can, you, can you bomb positive. a stage? And can you flip it around and come back and kick ass on the next ones and, and the rest of? That's the- where teammates help too. Well, but that's the mental. You need to have the mental fortitude to be able to do that.
3: Yeah, you know? yeah. So
1: and,
3: and that just reminds me of nationals this year. When I was at Cary Optics Nationals. I was. It was nationals. Are always, obviously, a three day event. The third day, it's our second to last stage, and we have a big weight on the group ahead of us. Uh, We start sitting down, everybody's on their phones, and everybody starts coming up to me going, oh, hey, congrats, man, you won a national championship, that's awesome, congrats. Like, five or six guys on our squad did it. And I finally had to snap and be like, what, how? How have I won? I have not won anything yet. If I zero the next two stages, do I win? Yeah, he didn't,
1: yeah, that's the worst thing.
3: Yeah, Yeah, I haven't won anything, I have to compete. And it came down to my last stage, my last shot. (laughs) <laughs> I thought I threw it. Uh, it was like a Delta mic, and I was like, "Well, I-, I felt like I ran that stage really well. I'm not gonna pull an extra shot. Let's just leave it." I had the Delta, and I beat the guy that was in second place by nine points. So you turn that into a mic,
0: I bro. Lose. That's ballsy, though. So that
3: that's the thing.
5: <laughs> yeah. So, so instead of
0: throwing another round, <laughs> but, but, here, yeah. but here's the thing. Here's another thing. We shoot together a lot. We yeah. shot together a lot. That's a mindset. That's a trust that you have. You learn, and and it helps when you have other people around you that tell you you're a badass, Mm -hmm. right? Like Even if you're not a badass, if your buddies are like, dude, you're good, you start to believe in yourself. It changes the way you think. Mental in this sport
1: is everything. Is everything. Everything. If you're listening, don't ever talk about your stuff. If someone asks you how you're doing, don't start mentioning the negative crap first. Never. Just stop reinforcing the negative crap start start mentioning hey i did this good blah, 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 you know
0: if so, you do mention the negative though i i, I want to add to that if you do mention that you had a mic all you have to do to change the mic into a positive conversation is yeah man i had a couple mics but you know what i'm doing pretty good exactly. I, I those yeah, two yeah. shots that yeah. i shot i'm doing pretty damn good yep. honestly like I, today i had a mic not one time did the guys look at me and go dude That that was terrible. Your match is done. (laughs) Yeah. You're done. They all looked at me and they were like, oh, shit, Tom's getting to turn it up, boy. Here it comes. I mean, it's just, it's the mindset of, of, it's it's not a big deal, and if you do have a mic, what the hell are you gonna do about it? You gonna go? You gonna go shoot an extra yeah. alpha on the next stage nope. and make it up? Hell no, you're not. Yeah. It, you should be shooting alphas anyway, yeah. right? Like I, I got two deltas
2: yeah. didn't yeah. meet my didn't meet my goal for today, yeah. but yeah. I was I, I my trophy
0: over the, <laughs> on the outside of this building, yeah, but we're in a big tall building right now. I threw it out the r- window because I had two deltas and missed my goal. Like just that you don't attitude. deserve this. Yeah, yeah. just the <laughs> attitude and the negativity yeah. that people crush themselves with. Uh, it it just it amazes me and you can see it in all you can walk around during a match and you hear it and look at squads yeah look at squads like if anybody ever shoots with us and our squad and and, and I've noticed this has happened quite a bit uh, uh, when I shoot with with a couple of my friends like my guys and then we go to another match like when when we do travel matches the ROs look at us like we're freaking nuts because they're like Holy shit, you guys are so happy. I'm like, why isn't everybody else? We're freaking shooting guns. How much
3: did we pay to be here? Why
0: would we be unhappy? Georgia, last year's Georgia State match. Craig, you didn't get to go to that, did you? Yeah. So Georgia State last year, we all show up in our bumblebee yellow, black, (laughs) black and yellow short bus jerseys with, you know, we're all there. We're all from Florida. We drove up there, and we're all on the same squad, and everybody's shooting pretty good. But it didn't matter. We were laughing and joking and just having – I mean, I remember RO's coming up to me and going – you guys are friggin' awesome. Like you guys are the happiest people. You guys people. like each other? Yeah, like you guys yeah. like, like it's the crazy. I'm like, and then you walk. And then as we walk as a group, we're like an army of idiots, right? Like we're just all laughing and joking <laughs> and we're walking by these other squads. And I don't know if every, all the other guys that even pay attention, like I do, but I'm watching it. I'm just like, look at that. They don't smile. They like, don't even yeah. speak to each other. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. like you get a couple of guys that the one guy will run and they'll start filling their mags. And they're just not... They're not even enjoying it. I'm like, guys, like, God, come shoot with us for 10 minutes, and there's no pressure.
2: And then also, Like, like, you see other teams that are, like, actual... Like, they're on the same team. Yes. But they're so divided. Yes. Like... They, they probably can't... don't know anything
0: personal about yeah. one yeah. another. Yeah, they're just but, shooting friends. Yeah, they're acquaintances on the range. Yeah, yeah.
2: so like they—they're sponsored by a company. Yeah. They're all, which is a, and, that's, yeah, that's and, a, and thing, that yeah. stuff's yeah.
0: all great. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. different. Like for us, it's a very it's, different it's like dynamic. A, we're, yeah. Honestly, we're family. It's the craziest thing to explain that to people because they're like, you guys are all like, we got freaking Filipinos and, and and all these different people on our family. All fa- people. We, I mean, dude, we got guys that come from the Navy. I, I mean, I'm a contractor. We got, I mean, insur- we got all these guys that come. What is the from age the range? Stuff.
3: Is like thirty years between the oldest yeah. and the youngest. Yes. Yeah, I think I'm yeah,
0: thirty-five. I'm younger, aren't I now? Yeah, I don't know. Hey, I just Mike? know I'm forty-one. So like Mike, Tom. Mike's Tom pretty much five.
2: calls me to ask sure how my, my grandparents are my doing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, who does that? I feel like he
0: wants to talk to my grandparents more than he <laughs> wants to talk to me. I'm
2: like, so where are we going with Like to
4: Utah, and you stayed with his parents. Yeah. Right? yeah. So,
0: oh, that, yeah. So I want to get into that a little bit. So when I became friends with Raphael, we were complete strangers that shot at the same range. This is how crazy this sport is, and how much I love this sport for the people that are in this sport. And, and I like how people are like, oh, these are there's the best people in the world shoot. There's a lot of assholes, and I'll leave that in here. I'm not deleting this part, guys. There's a lot of assholes in this sport that want you to burn and crash and burn. If you do well, there's a lot of guys out there that want you to crash and burn. I have a lot of haters for whatever reason, and they just don't like success, and and it's okay. It actually fires me up, and these guys will tell you, the first thing I hear about someone hating on me, bro... Let's rock and roll. Just I'm out there practicing even harder. It's probably every sport too, though. Oh, it is. It's life in general. It's do business. Totally. It's, it, but in this sport, because we're such a small community, it's really bad. There's yeah. it's really backbiting, calling you a cheater. They they have no idea how much hard work you put in to be what you are. It's not lucky to win, guys. I've been I've talked about this before. It, it's not Luck. It's hard work. I put a lot of effort into this. I think about shooting all the time. It's becoming my business, my life. I love this sport, but I've never forgotten my friends. Actually, I I think I mentioned this in the last podcast. I don't. I've never lost my friendship. I've never lost my grounding on the ground. uh, Where I know I suck, and I gotta always get better. You're never good enough to be the best in this sport. I mean, there's guys that've been doing this for way longer than me since they were kids. I have to compete with that to try to win a national championship. And that's That's their only job. That's their only job. I I actually I actually work for a living. I know it doesn't sound like it because I post a lot of shit, but (laughs) I work a lot. Like before that match, I was throwing sand uh concrete bags. I've lifted 60 bags in three days to work on a job. I was there at 8:30 at night the night before and had to load up all the podcast stuff for the next day for Sunday. That's how much I work to do this sport. But with Rafael. We, we went to the match in Utah, and we really didn't know each other. So Raphael went to Utah on his own. I went to Colorado to see my parents, and then I RV'd there with my parents because I wanted to spend time with them. So Raphael meets me there and I'm like, dude, you want to hang out, man? Come, come have dinner with us. Cause yeah. I didn't really know anybody at the match and Rafael, it was Utah. Right. So I don't have yeah. any friends out there at least. And, and I was a nobody. Nobody really knew who I was. And I didn't have a podcast, a shooting academy, any of that stuff. I was still trying to work my way up in PCC. I think I was a GM at the time, wasn't I?
4: Yeah. You just made it.
0: Yeah. So, um, Raphael and I, we hung out the entire weekend. So we went over to my parent. We went to the campsite. We hung out all night we, you know, just shooting the shit. and become amazing friends. And, yep. and have carried that on and I mean dude I know his family I know his grandparents got sick when we got home from Utah so I was constantly calling him and texting him and, and checking on them and I don't know them very well, but I know him well, and he's what it matters, right? So yeah. I just don't know a lot of people that seem to pay attention to that in this sport, right? Like yeah, everybody has yeah. friends and, and stuff like that, and everybody has different levels of friendship, but. They're friends on the range, and then it yeah. stops
3: there. Yeah, and starts that, and ends. yeah
0: that's, that's a big Absolutely. thing. Absolutely,
3: I see a lot of that. His grandparents yeah, call them like, round eye. You see each other. <laughs> round <eye. laughs> When you're shooting, and then after that, it's like,
2: why would you talk to me? Yeah. We're shooting friends, yeah. we're not shooting. Yeah. And then so it got to the point out in Utah where Tom's like, He's got his own money. Why are you feeding him, mom? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why are you paying for his dinner? <laughs> yeah, dude, you're me. He's like a raccoon. Here, you know? He's just gonna I keep coming back. He's like a little Filipino
3: raccoon. <laughs> and this guy, especially, he eats two <laughs> dinners. <He> eats two <laughs> dinners every time we go out. Every two time. Two dinners. And sometimes one a whole two question. entrees. So
2: the worst part. <laughs> I'd look at the menu and be like, oh, "Steak sounds good." And Tom's so yeah. like,
0: "Don't you do it? Don't you do it? You bastard doesn't mind <laughs> So the 64-ouncer. The, worst, 64 part, ouncer. the yeah. worst part about Raphael is yeah, he'll yeah. eat his first meal. And then he eats a small child. And then, then he gets half the meal going on the second one. Then he takes it to go. And in the car, yes. he finishes it off before we get home. And then we get home and he's like, "Fuck him, huh? shit, I don't have any extra food for later tonight. Man, <laughs> I was going to have that for breakfast. And he um, calls Ping Ping to
2: go get him more food. Honestly, like food literally brings us all together. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, we do eat In a lot. Georgia. Oh, yeah. When We're shopping when we're at Walmart trying to figure out oh what, what we want for breakfast. It's like, all right, well, the the essentials like, we're at least gonna have biscuits and gravy and homemade biscuits and gravy, not that, not that, That's store garbage. Yeah. You throw,
0: pop open box. Yeah, <laughs> that was an excellent
2: package. meal, if I may say so myself. Yeah, it so, was real good. Be, yeah, so I, I, I gotta
0: tell you, we Georgia was the best match we've ever been to. Well, that house, as a too.
3: Team. Oh my god, so the history of that to, house.
0: Dude, we went to this house, and we shot in the backyard before we went to the match. The the family (laughs) that that owned it lived next door. Yes. 20 acres? 15 acres? I think it was just 20 acres
3: with a
4: creek
0: on it.
4: It had the creek. But, like, that family owned the land before they were property line strong. Right.
0: And then, like, so it's been in the family for 250 years. They had floats. Like, that was the other thing we – so, unfortunately, when you shoot, you don't get to go do a lot of extracurricular activity. Like, you don't get to go, like, check out the town or... Yeah, yeah no free. Go on hiking
2: you, in your own backyard.
0: But this was different. We literally made this a vacation for the boys, right? Like, yeah, it was... We sure. had a bonfire in the back that Raphael never wore a shirt. Like, this is the only time <laughs> I've ever seen him in I
4: think I spent the
2: whole time at the house... Without a shirt. Yes, you, So the you best part of that was... With a
0: crown, like a feather crown. We were all taking pictures and video, <laughs> and as soon as the video and pictures came out, the shirt got laid over the belly. It like <laughs> okay, was yeah, like, yeah. we found his sensitive moment, and it was like, he's like, hey, boys, I don't mind being overweight, but don't show anybody. Like, we could all know he was fat, but no one else could knew he was overweight. <laughs> you see a big like,
1: hollow spot where his, yeah, he his
0: belly <laughs> He has an innie, not an outie, just to clarify. <laughs> oh, Lord. But man, that match was phenomenal because we all got together. We, I mean, we when you get an Airbnb like that, I mean, we sat outside on the bonfire and just shot the shit. Yeah, like, that's awesome. Well, the weather, is yeah. yeah, I think too. it was like till
3: 2 a.m. after the match, and yeah. we're all just
0: like, and we, I am oh, beat, and but I don't want to go inside. And we stayed after the match and we drove home the next day, yes, yes. yeah. So that was the yeah, thing funny. is we got to rest, we left when we wanted in the next day, we relaxed, it was no pressure. There was no like we got to get our crap out of the hotel and go jump on the plane. It it's just such a it, it it was, we planned it out so well that we were even we were all like, that went way too good. Like what's gonna happen now? Like everything right. was so perfect. The, the air house, conditioning. The work. Air conditioner work. Oh,
2: and also if your friend whoever <laughs> you picks butter. the restaurant on the way home and that place is terrible. <laughs> boo the hell out of them and they lose all mariana diner yeah Yeah. Yeah. sorry guys they got phenomenal you were talking that place up too the whole way there we were like okay we're starving
0: ourselves (laughs) my bad guys so this is how awesome it is but the only great thing about that restaurant i don't even know if you guys remember this we had, the a, crew. The, the we had crew, a CNN right. yes. reporter walk yep. in. And all the guys don't care about the reporter. They look at me and be like, don't <laughs> say <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, remember that? I'm pretty sure Trump was president. Yes, he was. And I'm not going to make my politics known. 2019. But, right. 2019. I'm not going to talk about politics. But when that reporter walked in, they were, all the guys were like, "Oh, please don't come here! Please don't come over here, Tom, Tom, Tom." Tom. <laughs> I mean, we were literally. No, it was last year. It was last year. No, it was nineteen. No, twenty twenty. It, it COVID. Made, yeah, twenty nineteen is what it was. It was nineteen. So we looked Crazy. at. The, so the guys, so the guys yeah. were all sitting there and they're looking at me and they're like, "Dude, don't say it! Don't say it! Don't!" I hope this guy doesn't come <laughs> over. And that guy turned around in his skinny jeans, and looked at our table, and he was like, <laughs> "Hell." no and literally darted to the next table the worst part about that though the the table that was next to us was like we're trying to eat breakfast like what are you doing here I thought it was the oddest it was very strange the oddest thing well, right? there was like, like one lady that like she, oh, I will never they sat her down that. next to her, and then she moved, and then she finally
4: was just like, "I'm up and out of here." I, I don't was feel it because s- of us. It was no, it was COVID. She uh, was COVID. Oh, the COVID. It was, was
0: 2020. Yeah, it was last yeah, year. Yeah, it had to she be. was freaked yeah. out about COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and we were. And, and I'm always, like, dude. I'm always in a hazmat suit. I've always got my mask on. Like, well, like the oh, restaurant no, did no, a really good job no. of like
3: segregating all the tables too. You've yeah, always
0: got your mask on. Yeah, I've always got my mask on, dude. I mean, you know, I'm legit. CDC double bag it, man. Double bag it. <laughs> oh, I should have said that. <laughs> double mask it. Double mask it. Double mask, you know. I need to erase that So, part. <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, I, honestly, that's the part that we need. Uh, that's what I want back. Like, the road that's what I'm trip about, on the way
2: day. back. Or, the
4: water bottle incident was that on the way there. But yeah, I made oh. you had to buy me a gallon of washer fluid because we kept uh,
5: splitting <laughs> each other.
0: So we have a bunch of children on our team. Like it's pretty bad. That I'm the mature one, and there's the ringleader. But this guy would Ian would drive in front of me at 85. If he slowed down, you knew something was going wrong because that guy drives like 90, 95. Yes. Like, and if you just learned to Allegedly. follow him, you could Allegedly. save like I saved probably fifty bucks in gas from drafting. Like it was pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, but so every time you would turn around, he would pull in front of me and turn his windshield wipers on with the water, and he was like, "Oh, I got win. I got win. <laughs> and I'm like. Every time. What are we doing here? So the best part. 15 to 20 times for nine
2: hours of a drive. So the best part, I was like, Tom, just pass them. Make sure that they're they're on the passenger side. We windshield washered them with the side (laughs) of a window. (laughs) So we go past them, and I have a full water bottle. And so I'm just like, I just pop the bottom, (laughs) and it's just like a water cannon. And we're doing, like, 80 or so. (laughs) I mean, it was completely safe, guys. We
0: were in the slow lane. We had our seatbelts on, you (laughs) know. We had our seatbelts
2: on. So my biggest fear was the water bottle flying out of my hands and hitting his truck. He's got a pretty nice truck. So I'm just, like, holding – I have just a firm grip on it, and I just slam the bottle, and we just see – all the Skidish. water just skids oh, changed Skidish. lanes
4: at the same time. Yeah. It was perfectly executed. I gotta give you that. Perfectly executed. Oh my god. <laughs> but then we had to
3: stop for gas and Tim and I pulled oh my off god. the covert move. Yeah, oh, like that year. might have been the
0: best one. What were those stickers again? Taurus. Taurus. Yeah. So Georgia match. I don't put gun stickers on my truck. Like I I, I obviously I'm a i ai like guns, but I don't I don't really advertise what I do. Obviously I wear a shirt that has advertising with me shooting on it, but uh, I don't advertise on my truck People tend to follow people home And stuff can happen with that stuff But uh, I come out to my truck Dude How many hours did we drive before I even We stopped to eat at Five Guys
4: Yeah Is yeah. when I saw it It
0: was a So probably four hours of me driving around With a damn sticker on the back of my two. truck Like two, two stickers Of a gun company that I don't even freaking shoot <laughs> I was like You son of a We, out- start, we took pictures and congratulated <laughs> them On the on the sponsorship <laughs> And all of that <laughs> Yeah Yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm still trying to get that Canik sponsorship, bro. I still love that gun, dude. It's That's, pretty sweet, man. It runs. I, I can You run seem that to gun. do uh, pretty well with it. I can run that gun. That thing's sweet. They got a new one coming out. I'm still waiting. I'm, I'm going to be in the... Uh, Which one's that? I can't remember what they call it. It's got a lot of... Ra- they cut it up a lot. So they it looks like they... Uh, it's supposed to be a better competition gun. Uh, Actually, I probably need to look it up. Like slide like cuts you know. and stuff? Like... A lot of slide cuts. I'm a little afraid about unloaded starts. I feel like my fingers are going to be cut off because they really sexied it up. Like Gotcha. Uh, I, the one that I saw, I didn't like the color. You know, I, I'm kind of a flashy guy, I guess sometimes. But like for that, I just they had to like a brownish. It just didn't look good to me. And, and the cuts were cool. I like the gun, but they made it more competition ready. I think so. They're supposed to be like uh, the slide release is flat now. So for me personally, the slide release doesn't bother me too much. But I do feel it hit my hand. And this is going to be a lot flatter version. And I know they make uh, replacement parts for the slide release, but. I don't tinker with my stuff too, too much, mm. but uh, and also they're supposed to have a really nice trigger from factory. It's not going to need uh, the Freedom Smith triggers anymore. Which, if you have a canic now and you don't have a Freedom Smith trigger in it, you're crazy. That thing is just it's it's basically a 2011 trigger with a little bit of slop at the front. I mean, they clean not, that thing. I don't want to say so slop. It's pretty freaking awesome. It's I, but I yeah. like uh, um, I like a little more play in up. my trigger. It'll I want that you can feel up. where it is. Yeah, I, I want that take up because it allows me to mentally and physically prep. Yeah. The trigger, because uh, uh, one thing is, when you have a trigger that you just breathe on it, it goes off. You really can't prep the trigger. You you have to somewhat slap it. Yeah. Or or it's gonna go off, right? Like you can't make a mistake. This gives me a little bit of room to kind of feel the trigger that that's a big thing so and and recently one of my struggles has been finger placement like i've been a little inconsistent on certain like that's when i'm noticing my steel has gotten bad like if did i start cuz
4: you're pulling it off i'm going too far in mm.
0: so that that's been my biggest problem is going too far in but um all right guys i think we've been at this for a while let's uh let's wrap it up did you got so you guys got anything else you want to you want to add to the group chat here craig i think um, we covered most of you, thing i would yeah. want to add
1: is the other thing is that we've already said is, shooting with the team, that everybody wants to help each other out. And when we do this sport, we're not making millions of dollars from the sport. We do this because we love to do this sport. So, you know, to be able to shoot with a bunch of people that, you know, they have your best interests at heart, and we're all friends. Uh, that's what's fun. I can't imagine shooting this sport alone. It would suck. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So that's the best part about shooting this stuff. Not about trophies and all that crap. We all want to win. We're all competitors. But the, at the end of the day, the most fun is, you know, doing stuff with their team, and that's, that's that's everything.
2: The whole that's all the difference.
1: Here for so. the brotherhood. Yep. The shooting is yep. just something that
4: allows it to happen.
2: Absolutely, and definitely the stories and memories you make along along the way is if definitely we, worth and it. And if we couldn't make fun of. then it's a total waste. You know, <laughs> you're not allowed on the team.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm deleting that. <laughs>
1: no. I
5: <know> I do. <laughs> God,
0: God I bless just, America. <laughs> I, I might just leave it and then just beep that whole yeah. section out. So if you can't hear what Craig said, it's very yeah, yeah. inappropriate for 2020. Yeah, hate in your heart. Let it out. <laughs> you Whamp out.
3: <laughs> um, I guess the last thing I'll say is if you've watched this far in the podcast and you're not part of the insider circle or the master uh, class that you're, you're putting on, um, what are you doing? You're messing up at a high rate of speed. Right, because if you're watching this far, you care about the sport, you want to get better and there's a,
4: a pathway the to do that very easily. Yeah, absolutely. Right, like I haven't shot in six months, but just dry fire and doing the fundamentals allows you to still perform. Absolutely. It, it's it, it it it. You put crap in, you're going to get crap out, right? You've got to invest. If, you, if you're serious about this, you've got to invest in it and it doesn't necessarily mean you have to go shoot thousands and thousands and thousands of rounds. You can be efficient and still in tough times make it work. Mm-hmm.
0: That is definitely a fact now. I didn't think it was. Well, you know me. You know I mean, I mean yeah, we I, shot thousands I, of rounds thousands last year. The dry are, fire is huge, man. I, I would say that the number one thing that I have discovered it, it, I don't dry fire. I just I'm on the range so much that I don't dry fire. It's something that I'm going to add because I feel like it's the one thing I'm not doing that the other great guys are right. and if i want to be great i have to add that into my repertoire i'm going to start adding it into my workout like i'm actually yeah. going to keep my belt on set my gun down do my workout and in between sets instead of getting my rest i'm going to be drawing reloading dry firing so that I i don't have time like everybody else says they don't have time I don't have time, I work two jobs, I'm full-time. If, if somebody in the insider circle posts something and it's more than an hour that I haven't got to them or answered them, then I am immediately getting them to at night when I'm out of my other job. It's that important, like I will literally stop jackhammering something <laughs> or tr- doing trim to answer a question on the insider circle. It's that important to me, right? It, it really is, I, 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 it's, I'm a customer-based Service, it's about my customers. I, I want to win, but when I mean, man, it was so awesome today to shoot with so many guys that are in my insider circle and and take, I think I have like six trophy shots of those guys winning trophies. Like, I, I don't need to take pictures to brag, I'm so excited for them.
5: Yeah,
0: man, like, yeah. I'm like, dude, that is just amazing. That's something I The knowledge that I never received from someone else, I'm able to pass what I needed when I started. I mean, Tim's a great example. No one talked to him for three freaking months at the range. Like, what kind of assholes do we have in this sport that doesn't talk to a guy for three months and he's been going to the range for three months?
3: Yeah. Literally, one day we were shooting, you just like, hey, I'm Tom. I see you a lot. What's up,
0: man?
1: Probably, so, cook, so probably, guy, probably, you know, says something inappropriate. The worst thing <laughs> that ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so, so, our buddy Pete, uh, one of our co captains, that didn't show up because he's, uh, he's doing his laundry and shopping <laughs> at Sam's and, and prepping meal food. He bleached <laughs> the underwear. Washing yeah, so, his underwear. So, like, dude, I met that guy oh, at the range, same range, because he had a Harley Davidson shirt on.
5: Yeah.
0: I didn't even talk to him about shooting. I, I, I never even seen him shoot. I just knew that no one talked to him. So I walked up to him, I was like, hey, bro, like, you sh- you ride a Harley? He- yeah. He's yeah, one of my My best wife friends. just got me this shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, have <laughs> <laughs> I have a Vespa.
2: My wife it has, has like a, a Harley. Shirt. He's got
0: like a. What's with this guy today? We <laughs> beat out all kinds of crap with this guy today. Oh. I remember
3: the first time that uh we talked and like uh, we started a Sunday match together, and you and uh, Ryan Rhodes yeah. invited me out to eat. Yep. And uh, we're standing in the parking lot for like a half hour just talking, and you were asking me all about my guns, yeah. my equipment, I was like, well, yeah, it's here in my car if you want to look at it, and you're like, Yeah, why don't I grab mine? We can just go inside and get our money back from lunch. And I was like, oh, okay, these are the kind of <laughs> people that awesome. I can hang out with. I like, like this guy, he's still talking I don't
0: even know so I mean that's the way I am, dude. I don't. I'm not. A, I don't want to be fake to people. Like if you, I get it, I got an aggressive personality, and I'm cool with that. That's, I've been like this for 41 years. I have people come up to me and go, "Hey man, you talk a lot." I'm like. Oh man i didn't know that thanks for, t- t- thanks for that tip bro right? i've only been doing this for 41
2: years like, <laughs> like the first time i ever heard of you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> heard of them i was probably two bays over like yeah. <laughs> i'm like who's this no guy doubt. that won't shut yeah. up no doubt as if no i doubt. when we were switching bays i see him and i'm yeah, like no doubt man, this guy's that's when morning. ear pro comes in hand <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and, and then ear pro with that he ended up becoming one of my best friends oh. you know shooting and traveling that it matches with, and
0: I think that's where there is a lot of cool stuff in this sport. That there is a lot of accepting people, as many as, as 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 many unaccepting people there are, there's as many that will accept you for who you are, how you are, what you are, and what you bring into their life. I think that's something that I appreciate the most out of this sport, right? I mean, it's truly like, yeah, I don't think by far because of my attitude and my positive attitude that I carry around. Nobody pisses me off like that. Like I don't I don't let that get to me. But it gets to you, right? Like it does. The negativity can get to you if you allow it. So that's why I surround myself with positive people, man. I just and I that's make a sure way
1: to be a little bit surround yourself little it's
0: not exactly. It is not not <clears throat> worth it. The funny part is is, is I have more more in my my life from shooting than than I do with with wife wife and three children. What's What's that tell you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's a lot of a in
0: the of a in the shooting. There's a lot. I will a say I won't say it, but I do not disagree. There's a lot of non-alpha males (laughs) that pretend to be. Yep. So, but uh, all right, guys, uh, I hope you enjoy this podcast. We ran over a lot of time. I I just don't get to see these guys a lot. So I I don't think I'm going to break this podcast up. I want to just keep it in the flow because I love the way we're just us, man. It's, It's I hope that we can get to do this a lot more and get together a lot more. I think primers are starting to come back. I know ammo I, I it's we saw to come am, down. what was ammo fifty cents a round the other day,
4: I've which seen is it. the cheapest around ever. Yeah, yeah but it's starting to come down.
0: So we're getting there. I hope. I hope we can get back to shooting. I miss my buddies. Uh I mean, we like I said, we still hang out, but there's nothing like when we're on the range and, and get to shoot together and Screaming make fun of each other fun. and and just have a great time. And and man, listen, if you guys ever see us at a match and you see Team Short Bus at a match, which I think we're going to do some different stuff with our jerseys this year, but if if you come can, by and say hello, come say hello. Right. We love Absolutely. this. Absolutely, we don't. We
1: we're welcoming, people. and we don't. We don't yeah. turn away anybody. Put, Put an, sticker oh,
2: pasters on so, our
0: butts. If You
1: look at this <laughs> motley crew. Yeah. Come on, so that was just, Tom.
0: just do me one favor. Just make sure that you don't sign up until Raphael signs up. So, you gotta give us like a six or seven hour window. I, I hope <laughs> that fair. Otherwise,
2: I'm gonna have to message you <laughs> and ask you to get off our squad. And start cyber socking yeah. you. You yeah. gotta pull his
1: royalty card.
2: Yeah. I, I don't care man. who you Maybe know. I don't, <laughs> I don't care if you're a, a Tom Caster Shooting Academy prospect. <laughs> prospect. I, all I have to do is buy two shirts. <laughs> Proby. <laughs> And He's I get a spot on
0: these. <laughs> so, Raphael, Raphael has every medium shirt I've ever owned, <laughs> and I have to keep rebuying him just so he can get on our squad every single
2: month. <laughs> <laughs> and it- after the food digests, it fits normal, okay? Fits yeah, yeah. Normal. For like what? a But when you're eating, it, it, it stretches
1: out and turns transparent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, okay, we're gonna end it on that, boys and girls. Craig wins. Craig wins on the last bash. So if you guys haven't had a chance to check out the Tom Casher Shooting Academy, please feel free to check it out. I have a free group on Instagram or on uh, Facebook, but my paid group is my Tom Casher Shooting Academy Insider Circle. The Insider Circle. What I do on the Insider circle is I have hundreds and hundreds of videos that I've already done I go through mindset I go through shooting foundation so shooting foundation I go all the way from your stance all the way to moving and shooting I talk about accuracy in that area Uh, and the last thing that I do that and it's actually probably my favorite section is break it down Friday so on break it down Friday a lot of the things I do on break it down Friday is I actually challenge my students to get better. So my goal is not to just tell you what to do. I I see that a lot. A lot of coaches just tell you what to do. You don't learn if someone tells you what to do. You learn by challenging yourself. So what I'll do, and the last one was phenomenal. I actually, I really loved. I had 37 comments in five minutes after I posted this, this video. So what i do is i walk the stage and i've created a homework section in the tom casher shooting academy insider circle so students send in their videos and i find one thing that they need to work on for a month if they do not fix it in the next month then they send new videos in the next month if they don't fix it that's their same homework so what i've done is i've challenged you as a shooter to get better at your pace. If you don't have time to get better, then you stay with that same thing. But if you're hungry and you wanna be a badass in this sport, you're gonna start knocking those things off every single month. So think about it this way. In six months, hell, even in two months, you'll be a completely different shooter depending on how much you put the work in from just me watching some of your videos. Never meeting me, never talking to me, just through Facebook, that simple. And on Friday, a lot of the times what I'll do is I'll grab a stage. And I, and again, I, I kind of like messing with the shooters. I love it. What I'll do is I'll post a walkthrough. I actually walk the stage on camera. I show you all the targets. I show you all the positions. Then I give you a, I show you the video of what the stage looks like. I actually put a 3D uh, stage. I make a 3D with the 3D stage kits that we can get. I make a 3D stage kit. Take a picture of it. Tell me what your stage plan would be. Everybody sends their stage plan in, and then I run that stage and show them how I ran it. And I think that went on for almost two to three weeks. Yeah,
4: man. And everyone's challenging and
0: asking, why are it's you doing that? You know, and that's the thing. Phenomenal. It's,
4: it's a lot of information flow back and forth and, and the why, right? That's mm-hmm. the big thing, right? Yeah, it's one thing to tell right. someone how to do it. I love the why. Knowing <laughs> the why, because then you can take that tidbit, that breakdown of that situation, <laughs> and apply it to every other stage thereafter. Because in the end, right, there's only so many ways you can true – like – from a technique, there's only so many there are. Right,
0: and my goal isn't to. My goal is to make you think like me. Right, that's the difference. I want you to think like me. I don't want you to think the way you're thinking. I want you to be more aggressive. I want you to start attacking. I want you to change the way you think. And you cannot do that if you continue on the same path that you're on. Now, you you could, but it's going to take you thousands of dollars and thousands of hours. And you want to know how I know that? Because I did it <laughs> by myself, and yeah. it's not easy. So, again, that's one of the reasons why I created it. It's one of my favorite subjects. But honestly, I would say Mindset Monday is the number one thing I get comments about, though. I think Mindset Monday is big because it's the mental game. Because it is the part of, about our mental? It's yeah. of our sport. It's 95% of our sport. The mental game. Yeah. I talk a lot about the mental game. I mean, I'll pick a subject, man, and I can talk about it for an hour. I don't. Because people have lives and, and nobody wants to sit on there for an hour. Listen to me yak on. But well, I think
3: like, 90% of us can hit a target at 20 yards, hit yeah. a steel plate at 20 yards. If you're in this sport listening to this, you can do that. Yeah. But why can't you do the rest of it?
0: I think that's it, man. I, I, I've said that I don't know how many times. If you, Everybody in this sport can shoot two alphas. But when you add everything else to it, that's what makes it challenging. We actually make this sport way harder than it is. Yeah. Like we do. It, it's not hard. It's really an easy sport. It's put two in the middle. But point A to point B. Point A to point B. Point A to point B. But nobody realizes that the most important target or, or that the goal should be to get to the last target. Right. Everybody's looking at all the shit in the middle. That doesn't matter. The only one that matters is the last target. It's how do you get to the last target the fastest. Yeah. Right? That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. So that And that's where the, the mindset comes right there. If you have the mindset that the point from point A to point B, but point B is the most important part, then you've already win. You're going to win automatically because everybody else is like oh man look at all these others look at the swinger look how fast it is who gives a shit it's not the last target (laughs) i don't care about that target i care about that one over there how do i get past this as fast as possible with great hits right it's a mindset it's attacking right but Mm. all right guys i hope you enjoyed this podcast i had a great time it was a blast man it was a lot of fun man. we're doing this again yeah everybody together Yeah, we're doing this again. This was phenomenal. I actually enjoyed the hell out of this. So this is a great time. So all right, guys, if you haven't checked it out, check out the Tomcatcher Shooting Academy. Also, I am on Tomcatcher Shooting Academy on Instagram. I am on Facebook. Check us out. And I'll see you on the range.